welcome to the Capsule Computers Podcast, episode 20, the official podcast of CapsuleComputers.com. I'm your host, Alexis Ayala, and with me this week are special guests from Square Enix London, overlord of all things Heroes of Ruin, and host of the Ruincast, Kevin Eva. Kevin, how you doing? Hey, nice to be here. Oh, good to have you, good to have you. We also have editor-in-chief from Sydney, Master Abbott himself, Philip Federico. Philip, what's up? I'm great. Thank you very much. I love how you call him Master Abbott himself. <laughs> As we were discussing, I think like I'm some sort of super villain. Uh-huh. I think I'm, I'm glad with that. <laughs> I'm actually very, very good himself. It's like, oh, 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 oh. Like, welcome, <laughs> my, yeah. welcome, my peons. <laughs> <laughs> you may continue with this podcast. Work, work. Work, <laughs> work. <laughs> 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 you call this peons. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Continue, please continue. And uh, rocking out with everyone's favorite swoopy hair is editor from Sydney, Matt Bella. Hey, how's it going? All right. Oh, oh sorry, that was my hair talking. That was my hair talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt. Quite you. Quite you. And the man with a million dollar voice, editor from Sydney, Michael Marles, and on his bike. Hey guys, how's it going? Cha ching! Million dollars right there. <laughs> <laughs> And in his favorite location, bringing up the rear, editor from Sydney, <laughs> Luke Halliday. Always up the rear. I'm away for a week and that still, still comes back to me. <laughs> we saved it for you, baby. We saved it for you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hey, everyone. Really you <clears throat> so we have I'm an sure awesome show for you advanced. this week. We, of course, have uh, Kevin from Square Enix, We're gonna, which is our topic of the week. We'll be covering all uh, Heroes of Ruin stuff. We're going to be covering some game news. We have our question of the week, but before we do any of that, we'll be talking about what we've been playing. So, Kevin, why don't you go first? Uh, what I've been playing recently, um, lots of Team Fortress 2. Ah, an, oh, man. An, an, an unhealthy amount of Team Fortress 2, um, <laughs> where, I've, where I've, I finally got the final sniper achievement, therefore I can actually put down the bow and arrow and move on to something else in my life. <laughs> nice. Um, but other than that, I, I went back to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, uh, get, yeah. uh, go through that again just before, obviously, you've got Revelations on the horizon. Yeah. And uh, I played a bit of Sonic Colors as well. That was, oh, that was very my, awesome. Wow. I loved Sonic Colors. <laughs> well, that's, that's actually pretty funny you say that, because I just bought Sonic Colors this week. Oh, <laughs> really? And, yeah, I'm a bit late. But also, I just started picking up Assassin's Creed Brotherhood as well. I've been playing that again. So... <laughs> My week's been similar to yours, I guess, in gaming. Hey, nice one. Yeah, very good. I, I, also approve of, I also approve of buying Sonic Colors because that was one of my games. So. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Wait, you worked oh, on yeah. Sonic Colors? Yeah. I, I worked at Sega wow. before I, I was at Square Enix. Oh, really? So, so I, that I, is I very cool. My name is in the uh, credits. Oh, you know. that is epic. Oh, I actually... I actually knew that. That's why I bought it. I was doing research for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I did because I'm a huge Sonic fan. Send the cover over. I'll sign it for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. I bought I bought Sonic Colors on the day of release because I'm uh, I'm a huge Sonic nut. I can't wait for generations personally. Well, you I know it's getting sidetracked, but do you mind? If you ask, what, what did you do with Sonic Colors? Um, I was um, community manager. I'm a community manager for Sega Europe for the best part of four years. And so oh. basically every Sonic game for since, ooh, what, Secret Rings? Oh, awesome. Up, up to and including Generations I, I worked on. In fact, if you see the Sonic, if you see Sonic Generations, if you see the City Escape level. Yes. 
Yeah. There's the posters that have like the wanted and missing for oh, yeah. Knack, the, Knack the uh, Weasel slash Bang the Sniper and Mighty the Armadillo and Ray the Flying Squirrel. The yes, missing I did notice that. And all the billboards, I wrote those. So ah. like, those are in those little things are in there for me. So but I was like I was general community manager at SOE for a long time. But better and brighter friends now. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, I'd be careful. Uh, Spike's a pretty hardcore Sonic fanatic, so if he starts stalking you, as you can probably tell you, from my display picture. <laughs> uh, yeah, consider yourself warned. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm a member of the. I'm still a member of the Sonic community you know, through various things. So. Oh, that is oh, awesome. Yeah. That would like working for Sega would be like a dream job for me. <laughs> it, it it was quite an experience. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, calm down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Spike, put your pants back on. Spike was getting a bit excited. Yeah, <laughs> very, 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 very excited. I think we should continue. I'm fine. That's okay. I think Kevin should continue on with what he's been playing. What else have you been playing, mate? <laughs> we can get to the, we can get to the Sega stuff probably a little bit later on. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, that was it. That was just those, those three, really. Oh, okay. Ah, all right. Awesome. Sorry, someone else. All right, Phil, what have you been playing? Uh, listen, I'm, I've been a disaster this week, really total disaster. I have had time, no time to do pretty much anything. I, I wanted to download the demo for, uh, Ubisoft's driver, which was released. Uh, I couldn't even do that. I've just been so, so, so busy. We've had so many guys. I went up so many guys, a few, a few guys start and, you know, I've been training them up and teaching them stuff and getting them up and sort up and running and, and as I, as I always say every week, nearly, you know, that fantastic game that I always play called Outlook 2011. I've, I've been, I, I've been, I've been unlocking, I've been, honestly, I've been, I've been unlocking achievements like it's going out of fashion on that thing. I don't know, I don't know how you, I don't know how many achievements you can get on that, but I'm still going on thousands. it. Thousands. Thousands of achievements, thousands and thousands of achievements. I'm killing myself getting to them, but I, I don't know. I really, I, that's pretty much, I honestly have had no time to do it. I've been playing, uh, I've been playing with my iPhone. Um, I picked up a little, uh, okay, I can just say a little, a little, um, a little app, or not an app, a little game called His Adventure the other day. Ah, uh, yeah. And, cool. and it is really, really cool. It's made by a 17 year old kid and um, by the name of, I think it's Peruzzi. Uh, sorry, Panesi. It's Panesi Games. And it's so, so cute. It's like a little kid, like a little, it's like a little, Little man, with, with, he's drawn on on like on a paper on a paper um, a format background. Yeah, um, like a doodle drawing. Like, like like a doodle drawing, and pretty much what he's got to do is you, you've got to move him around the the map. Or it's like one screen basically, and you've got to collect stars and also take him to the exit. Now he's always walking. Okay, as soon as you start, he's always constantly walking, so you can't control him. But you've got this like a little like you've got this like a block. And what you do with this block is you put him on the block or under the block or put him to, or make him stop or make him bounce off the block. He's like a lemming in a specific way too. So you bounce him off whatever the block and if you bounce him one way, he'll go that way. Then you can lift him up and he'll walk on the block while you're picking the block and, sh and moving it around and you can take him straight to the exit if you can do it. Otherwise, you might have to put him somewhere so you can bounce off something else and then back and get a star and then back to the exit. It's very, very similar to like those type of like, I don't know what cut the rope or something like that where you've got to use logic to get to a certain point. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. And I've been playing that for a little bit and it's really, really good. I would recommend you guys take uh, having a look at that if anyone's got an iPhone because it's something really cool. It's only 99 cents. And as you know, like I said, I have got no time to sit down and play. I've wanted to play so many games this week, but like I want to play Duke. 
I want to play so many different games that I haven't had time to do anything. I wait, wait Phil, didn't um you Stop link your complaining, and, jeez. Didn't you link and Dustin have like a pretty epic um Minecraft thing going on? Oh, what am I talking about? Yeah. So what, soon you, we forget. Hang, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, a do, do you want to really call that a game though? It's a game. It's, yeah. It's more like game. it's more like no 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 no. It's more like a black hole of death. Oh well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it, it's it's a void that sucks time away from you. See that slowly your soul. It. I don't know what to say about that. Honestly, okay, okay, yeah. I don't know so what's going to happen when it comes to 360. It, this week, oh, uh, you know what? On 360, I don't think it's going to destroy the economy even worse. It might, it might. But look, I'll, what me and Link have been doing is we've just been okay. Link, as if everybody knows, is our editor in the, on the side. His name's Ben Webb, but we made, made you, you know we only know him as a, as a Legend of Zelda character. Um, and he's a, basically we, we go into we go into Minecraft, and I'm thinking, how do you? What do you do in this stupid game? And he goes, oh, you make stuff. And I go, all right. Well, what do we do? He goes, here, I'll show you how to do it. So we start making stuff, you know, the, the legitimate way. I'm going, this is going to take too long. Stuff it. And he goes, oh, well, how, how about we just cheat and make items and stuff? I go, okay, that's better. So we start making items, and then we start. He, he goes and gets dynamite, TNT, and starts making holes. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, that's pretty interesting. Let's blow this whole mountain down. So he blow the whole mountain down. He's coming. He's making constant holes. He's making it to the bottom of the, you know, of the map. He's really happy with himself. And I'm thinking, shit, that's not bad. So then I start off. I run off and go make a make a, a little dungeon, and it's really great. And then he makes more holes and he blows it up. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, what's the point of this? But then after that, we you know we did make a few extra. We, we made a few little things. He tried to make a portal, like a you know an oblivion portal, mm-hmm. but he forgot the switch. He forgot the switch, so he don't. We don't know where it went and didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but and then and then the funny thing about it is um, my friend our one of our close friends um, from Ubisoft um, Owen he he invited us into his one and it was like yep light and day now these guys follow the rules like there's no no, no like no cheating right they make everything they mine everything they do everything and I walked in and it was like okay let's how do we comp- how do we compare it the slums in Resident Evil Five. Compared to, I don't know, the Buckingham Palace. Like a, a cardboard box to a <laughs> There palace, you go, yeah. Buckingham Palace. <laughs> the slums in Resident Evil 5, where you're trying to fight, fight off zombies and all sorts of crazy shit, to, 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 to meet in the Queen, right? And I'm thinking, I, I'm just going to give up. I, I'm just going to stop. Not I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm going to stop. I'm going to just delete the thing off the whole hard drive. And then Owen, <laughs> Owen goes, can we come and see yours? And I go, <laughs> <laughs> and they go, no. But he goes, come on, have a look. He walked in and he was just like, okay, I'm going to go now. <laughs> he was like ashamed to know Yeah, you. it was ashamed. It was completely ashamed. I just couldn't get over it. And then, and then I thought, at one point, I was going, oh, you know, we're the best. Oh, this is amazing. This is awesome. I was thinking to Link, Link, why don't we, why don't we host a site and like let the, let the community come in and visit Capsule Computers Land or something like that? And I'm thinking... <laughs> There's no chance in hell I'm doing that now. <laughs> so you can, you can just forget about this crap. You just need to make something impressive. Yeah, yeah, like a big giant hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's Capsule I Computers think, Land. I think like computers you need to cap- just open Capsule Computers Land to everyone and just let the, the community would, would sort that out for you in no time. I, I think, I see, oh, I see, there you go. Say so, oh, we have to say capsule computers. Come see our giant hole. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And jump in. You won't it's die. Like the Grand Canyon. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's capsule computers. Grand it's the Grand Canyon, Canyon, except you could make it bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> awesome, but yeah, that's yeah. That's what I've been doing. So yeah, I wasted a few, honestly. I had so many emails one day, and I was there for about. We started, and we you know we go yeah okay a bit more, and it was like three o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking, huh, what's going on here? 
It's like where the so you're trying to say is that you have a lot of emails. Yeah, that's and it. Have time to play <laughs> yeah, that games. too. That too. So I did play, but I think, man, that's crazy. So anyway, that, that's enough of me. I'm not going to play. Short version. That's a short version, exactly. I'm not going to talk anymore because I think I've bored, <laughs> bored you all to tears. But yeah, I, I think we'll, we'll, I'll let Link play and Dustin play from now on. If they can make something good out of that server, we might make, we might put it online. If not, uh, I think I'm just going to call it quits. I have been no, definitely Link, afraid to try Minecraft for that for Me that too. very reason. Yeah. Does that too. Yeah, it, it might like it might destroy my life. It'll ruin my I'm, marriage. I'm not going to do it. I know. I'm not <laughs> I'm even going to turn I'm, it on. I'm scared of losing my Minecraft virginity. <laughs> don't do it that's what I'm going to say it's like heroin yeah. crystal meth you will regret it for the rest of your life yeah. it's crystal, you always, crystal you always remember your first time I do, I do now and it's got a lot of TNT in it <laughs> <laughs> did it involve wood? yeah a bit of that <laughs> oh that's not, not. Oh, you, you had to chop down a lot of wood <laughs> a lot of trees. All right, let's yeah. move on. All right, all right, move on. Right, uh, Matt, what have you been playing? I've been pretty simple this week, and nearly everything I've played has been mentioned. Like Kevin, Sonic Colors, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Like Phil, I've been playing his adventure because I'm reviewing it. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Besides that, Street Fighter 2, the arcades, and as always, I'm, I'm still addicted to X-Men versus Street Fighter. I know there's Marvel's Capcom 3 out, but I know something about the, the sprites that I just love it. <laughs> awesome. Yep, nice and simple. That's me. That's me. Move on. <laughs> oh, well, that certainly <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that's Everything I've got to say has been said. That's pretty scary. Uh, all right, all right. Spike, that is the fastest. I swear to God, that is the fastest time Matt has ever finished that Kevin, so, that is I think, record. Matt, that's that actually is, the fastest time you've finished saying anything ever. Yeah, yeah. it's record, record <laughs> time, Kevin. You're, you're actually, you're, 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 you usually you're have too much history. to say. Now, now Phil's making up for I, me today. Phil's I'm feeling slightly me. moved by the sheer occasion. Yeah. <laughs> you should be. Right, you're this on a this will never podcast. happen again in the history it's of time. Don't cry. I'm very emotional. I'm going to cry. I need a tissue box. Okay. Um... Oh, let's see. What have I been playing? Um, well, I think you guys already know the obvious one that I've been playing. I've been talking about it for the last three weeks. Gundam, obviously. Yeah. Uh, there's, no, uh, no shocking, isn't it? Gundam. Okay. That's never happened before. <laughs> playing Gundam. Revolutionary, isn't it? Lord. What else? Uh, I've been playing through... Uh, I, fi- I actually finally finished the bloody thing. And I'm just like, ah, oh, finally. Longest campaign ever. Uh, let's see. Um, I've also still been playing through um, a little uh, StarCraft 2. Just been playing that when I've had uh, free time. Good man. Me and my brother have recently gotten back into playing Smash Brothers Brawl on the Wii. Just like uh, him and I have like these epic Duke Duke outs. Like it always comes like right down to the wire. We had five games last night, and it, it ended up being three three to two. <laughs> so it was it was a very 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 close. And um, I guess the last thing that I've been playing, um, I've also been uh, given a code to. Well, at least get a preview review. I've been I've played a little bit of uh, Age of Empires Online, the the beta test that they've uh, sent around. Okay, mm. nice. so it's actually pretty good. It's got like this very. Uh, I've seen a lot of people talking about it uh, online, and a lot of people seem to have this problem with it because of the new graphical style. Um, Ensemble Studios, who worked on the last few Age of Empires games, not working on on the online one anymore. So. A lot of people are just saying, "Oh no, Ensemble should have kept it." Uh, you know, they're doing a really bad job. But from what I've played of it, I really do not feel a difference. Like there is an obvious graphical difference, but it's got like this cartoonish, like non-realistic charm about it. it, 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 it 
it kind of reminded me of me of like playing Worms. To be honest, it's got oh. like a Worms type of cartoony yeah. feel to it. People are always going to be resistant to any sort of change, though. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Look back when when Wind Waker was first announced, uh, when shown with with uh, the cel shaded graphics, and everyone was like, "This is a travesty." And now, <laughs> years later, everyone's like, "Wow, Wind Waker is one of the best Zelda games ever made. Graphic style really yeah. holds up." Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Sounds like definitely. Me. G- gamers I, I are gamers are all whiny. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta ask well, though. The, the number one feature, the number one feature of the old, like the original Age of Empires, to me, all those cool like voices they did. You click on them, like you click them, like all yep, me, all yep, You got it. Still got it. Beautiful. Still have them. <laughs> as yeah, long as it's got that. I want it. <laughs> Ultimately, the the game really doesn't feel all that different from Age of Empires three. Um, there are, there are obvious a few obviously a few similarities. Like there are limitations in the kind of design of structures because they only have two races so far in the beta build. They've only got the uh, Greeks and the Egyptians so far. I've uh, I just started creating a small Greek colony so far. Um, the interesting thing is that it's a twenty four hour world that persists all the time. So even when you sign off, uh, I I believe. Uh, I believe you still keep gathering minerals and things. Or well, not minerals. <laughs> God, that's Starcraft. You're gathering. <laughs> ga- gathering. The worlds are blurring together. Oh my god, they're, they're all blurring together. Sorry, like I've played one strategy game, I've played them all, but it's like they like they're very closely uh, they very closely follow some of the gameplay elements of the original games, which I think is good. Okay, very cool. good. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. I'm glad because um, when we got that, I didn't know who was interested in it, and it seems like we found a victim. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Get the... I play I play Age of Empires all, all the time when I go to the Netcalf with uh, Grace and some of our friends. Yeah, well, it's a good thing because I believe that even though Ensemble are not making it anymore, Microsoft still have you know all the source code, and that's probably why it still yeah. feels the same and looks like they're probably just going to give it to someone else to. To look yeah, after, and that's pretty much what it looks like. And I'm glad that it really didn't change too much because the thing is, if they did, then a lot of people would probably be upset. And here's the thing: it's like I uh, I, I grew up sort of playing Age of Empires more so than StarCraft. Like uh, I was playing Age of Empires when I was nine, I think. And Age of Empires is a game that is nowhere near as big competitively and is nowhere near as publicized as StarCraft or StarCraft Two, but. Or, or even the Warcraft series, for that matter. But it is just one of the, that among gamers, it is a very, very well-known series. It's like it's like Old Faithful, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it, good. I'm really glad. And I'm and I'm enjoying getting back into it. Awesome. That's good. All right. Well, Luke, aside of playing birthday drunk, what else have you been playing? Oh, uh, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, basically what I've been playing. Um, I've been playing a few games I had to review. Gold Jumper for the iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's basically, you know, with the iPhone, there's like this genre that's pretty much taken the the, the um, platform by storm. It's like a jumping game, the jumping yeah. genre. where you like jump how, up, how high up can up you go? Yeah. Gold Jumper is essentially one of those games, except you'd be a gold bag, a sack of gold. And you'd, you know, sacks of gold yeah, it's essentially the same game as all all those other ones. I also played another jumping game, which I did a review like I think two weeks ago. It's Little Dreamer. I really love that game. I reckon it's one of the best games on the iPhone. I think I spoke about it previously, so I won't go into too too much detail. You basically jump through the dream world to try and get your teddy back from a cyclops demonic bat. <laughs> And yeah, that's pretty much that. What else have I been playing? Been playing 
Oh, sorry, sorry, my fo- I just lost my train of thought for a second. I've been playing. Um, Must be all the alcohol. Yes, uh, you won't let, let, let me lift that down, will you? No, you won't. Uh, no, no. I've been playing Let's Golf free for the iPhone as well, which I have my review up. Hey, that was all right. The only thing I really, really did not enjoy was the fact that whenever you finish a few holes, it asks you to pay money to continue playing. Otherwise, you have to wait a certain period of time. And oh. I thought that was that really killed any momentum the game had going, and I was really disappointed. You can see my review for that. It's up on the site. Yeah, that yeah, sounds um, that sounds pretty terrible. They, they yeah, also released the they also released the Let's Golf game. For, uh, I think it, I don't think it's the exact same one, but they recently released one for the 3DS. I think it might be the well. same one. I don't think it will have the, that that um. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll I'll chase that up. I'll look it up. Yeah, I, think, well, I think on the 3DS it won't mean you won't have to pay. I believe yeah, it's doing this yeah, because the game is free download on the iPhone, so they're going to make yeah, it. Yeah. Make you do do Still little things. Five dollars to pay to recharge your character, so you can play another few holes, and then you have to wait a whole day or something. It's, wow, it's a bit ridiculous. That it's is too much. Stupid. I think it's like asking you to pay full price for the game every single day. Otherwise, wait and a whole day. I don't think that's very fair. Nah. Okay, that's fair enough. Um. Yeah, that's about all I've been playing. Okay. Well, I haven't been playing too much this week. Phil actually yesterday showed me his adventure, and I immediately got a bit of a hard-on for it. So I downloaded it, and I was playing on the train while I was going home last night. Phil has a tendency to do that, give people hard-ons. <laughs> hey, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a giver. Especially I'm a, when involving his adventure. <laughs> his, exact, <laughs> his, adventure. <laughs> his adventure as Batman. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. It's all tying in, Phil. I know, I know. It's a conspiracy, I tell you. Jeez, you guys we're are on catching the, on. I'm going to have to change my name to something different. Like Batman. Yeah, that, yeah, okay. Mistress Abbott. Mistress <laughs> 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 Abbott. Well, we, we did discern that Phil has a taste for uh, transgenders, so. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I'll it, shut up, I'll shut poison, up. Poison is a female, okay? No, she's but not. There, there was one <laughs> stage in her life where she was a man, so that makes her a transgender. So, she, so she's like Birdo, right? <laughs> she's like, yeah, like, like Birdo from Mario. Oh, Originally man. meant to be a male, and then they changed to females along the way. But, but, uh, but now she's a female. She's all female now. Well, yeah, because she had some surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down. It's not fair. She's, she's, she's female, but she can't, you know, produce children. It's not that fair. kind of surgery can be done over the weekend. It's not fair. Well, she's so hot and everything, man. man Why? You know what else is hot? Her Adam's out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, go, Phil, seriously, go play Guilty Gear. Tell me if you think Bridget is hot, and then I have a surprise for you. Uh, I'm not talking anymore. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. King from King of Fighters also. Also, uh, no, that was a cross-dresser, not transgender. I'm going to go sit on the table, okay? <laughs> i suck my thumb. <laughs> Leave me alone, okay? I'm, I'm just going now. Leave me alone. <laughs> How did this start? Oh, yeah. I like Meanwhile, to see what telling us what you're playing. All right. Yeah. All right continue. Also, uh, I have an interest, interesting story with the further adventures of my wife being a closet hardcore gamer. Okay. Oh, really? Um, so yeah. I've been playing... I played a little bit of Machinarium because it was in the Humble Indie Bundle Part Two, which we got, which I got when I bought Humble Indie Bundle Three, and that's impossible to say. Um, and I showed her just a little bit because she likes, you know, she'll appreciate a point-click adventure. She likes Telltale sort of games, and I thought, well, okay, she'll she'll like the art design quite a bit. And fair enough, she she made me start from the beginning 
again, so she can see me play it from the beginning. I We played for like three hours that night, the, the first night, and I wanted to go to bed, and she wouldn't let me. She's like, Damn. no, you need to play more. She outlasted me in the game. Then the next day, I, I, I download it for her on her machine. She plays all freaking day. She beat it in like a day and a half. She's, it's like... It's like nine or ten hours to finish the game. This woman, mind you, it, it, she does not. She only plays video games when she likes one. But <laughs> the one that she likes, she will spend all day playing without moving. Come home, she's still in her pajamas, in bed, had the day off. Like, what have you done today? I played video games. <laughs> it's like, is my food ready? No. Exactly. Yeah. Did you do, the, did you do the washing? No. Did you clean the house? No. What did you do? Played video games. <laughs> Haven't you seen all the achievements I got? Jeez. <laughs> Did you yeah. use my gamer tag at least so you can get my achievements? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like anyone playing on my gamer tag. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Fair it's, enough. Uh, I, I like to see what I got, not what they I, got. I, I got. I got a f- I got a few friends that have a couple of kids that use them as sweatshops. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. And he goes to me, "Oh, look, I'm prestige. I'm prestige twenty five thousand in in modern warfare." I go, "Yeah, oh well, yeah, that's right, because your kids did it for you." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and it's locked all these achievements, and I'm thinking, yeah, did you? How many of those did you actually really do yourself? Because all of them, I go bullshit. Go, yeah, it's mine. Yeah, let's got my gamer tag, and then they all log in, and I speak to his son. Oh, what have you been doing? I've been playing Modern Warfare or whatever. I go, oh, okay, I get you now. Unbelievable, yeah. but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, on that top, on that topic of real life achievements, hang on, I just sent a picture message through the through the chat box there, just to take a look at that for a sec, because just when you guys were talking about it, it just brought this one up in my mind. It's basically you know, dishes a disaster. I need your help, human. It appears someone has made a huge mess of my kitchen again. Please help me get it clean. I'll starve if I can't cook dinner. Quest objectives: unload the dishwasher, then load it back up. If it's full, run it. Empty the trash and replace the bag. Clear off and wipe the counter and table. Reward, dinner. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was apparently a real message that, uh, that some, uh, some gamer chick left on the computer of her husband who also plays World of Warcraft. Oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> that is brilliant. That, that is, is so brilliant. good. It should have been reward, not dinner, but something else. <laughs> <laughs> sexy time. Sexy, yeah. Sexy. That guy would be doing it like it was going out of fashion. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, um, Machinarium is fantastic. I'm sorry I missed it the first time around. But it really is like a beautiful, beautiful game. The art design is fantastic. The sound design is great. The music is really awesome. And I'm really lo- I really love that they gave you, uh, in, in the Humble Indie Bundle, they give you not only the game, but they give you the soundtrack as well. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, it's, it, it really is fantastic. It's chock full of charm. Again, like there's no dialogue. Everything's told through these thought bubbles. It's, it, it sort of scratches almost all my itches. Um, and yeah, that's, that's been mostly it. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I finally got the, the official confirmation. My stuff will be arriving from New York next week. So I will, once, I will once again... Be able, not only be able to play video games, but I'll have a table too. Tables. Yeah. Oh, a it. table and a bed and a bed. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin's going, Kev, Kevin's going. What the hell's wrong with this guy? Three months. Mo- he lives. I, he lives I, in a empty house with nothing but a little tiny cushion that him and his wife sleep on. Well, it, it's a blow-up <laughs> mattress. We have a blow-up mattress. We, we moved back to my wife is from Australia. We moved here uh, about three months ago. We shipped all of our stuff from New York, and yeah, basically. We have an empty apartment with a blow-up mattress. 
So right, right now, I've set up this that's, mock that's, studio. That's, I think, minimalism a bit too far, <laughs> I may say. Well, I'm, I'm very excited uh, to play video games with buttons again. I'm, I miss buttons. I'm tired of playing games on my iPhone. As much as I love it, I'm thankful to have it, but I miss buttons. buttons. Yeah, And just not the same. Those yeah, it's, not, it's not, not the same. same. We'll get you back on Xbox Live as soon as possible. Right? Oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, man. <laughs> and a couch. Oh, oh, man. I can't wait to have a couch. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. Uh, that's the game I've been playing. Blow up mattress. Blow up mattress. Gentlemen, listeners, we are looking at a deformed shell husk of a man. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> but he's hey, at it's least been so long. I don't even remember at least what he's got his hair. Yeah, say. well, there you go. My my hair is like sleeping on a cloud. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he talks as well. Uh, Which, unfortunately, yeah, but that's cool. At least it co- it's coming in, and and if it does, you know, then we can start. You know, then you can start living again. <laughs> I've only been half a man. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's going to be it for what we've been playing. We're going to move in our topic of the week, which we're discussing uh, Square Enix and Heroes of Ruin. So, Kevin, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role? Well, uh, I'm the community manager for Square Enix London Studios, who are uh, publishing. Heroes of Ruin, uh, N Space are the guys who are actually developing it. Yeah, you may know them uh, from well, some of their recent Nintendo uh, DS games. They, they've done the uh, COD games on DS, for instance. I think that's oh, okay. probably one of you. Oh, really? You yes. know most of all. I mean, but they also did Toy Story 3 and uh, Tron recently as well. So, uh, all, all, the, all the DS CODs that they've, they've done. Um, yeah, I've, I've come in very, very recently. Um, I, I'm basically in charge of just all the community and social manager bits for uh, Square Enix London Studios. Okay, cool. And uh, Heroes of Ruin is sort of the the big the big game yes. that you're, you're on now. Why don't you tell us a bit about that? Well, uh, you, for Heroes of Ruin, basically it is an adventure RPG. Uh, it's 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 your old, it's quite an sort of old old school type of uh, plot really. Uh, if you want. basically there's been there's a there's a fantastical magical land um, when then there's had a very long period of war. Some powerful lords have fought very hard and they've brought these kingdoms together into a very fragile piece, which has you know, descended upon the land, and it's been a lovely period. But now one of the lords by the name of Atraxis, who is the ruler of this city called Nexus, has been taken terribly ill by a, a very deadly curse. And uh, Nexus sends out a call to arms for anyone, basically, to come along and uh, find a cure, basically, to uh, prevent Atraxis from dying. And then the of course, all, if he does die, suspicion will descend, and the very fragile piece will be destroyed in very quick, very quick time indeed. Very, um, very Square Enix of Square Enix. <laughs> 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 square, very, square Enix, um, but not, but not Square Enix. Yeah, yeah, but in, uh, in space, in space. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's um, it's developed by by the London studio, so it's going to have more of a, a Euro slant. I feel at least in, in it has to in some manner. Of course, which well, I think is, is uh, being, published, being published being published by us. So is, is we obviously we're we're involved in it. But this is um and this is a game. End space is actually they've actually wanted to do this for about eight years. I was told the other day this oh. the, the, this game they've, they've really sort of had this on the back burner and really really wanted to do it, but the, the time wow. has not quite been right. 
Um, and now, of course, we've got the 3DS technology um, in as well. So they're able to, we're able to deliver a game where there's a lot of ongoing content as well on, on, a, mo uh -huh. on a mobile platform. So this is now, a little so, more of a passion project then? Um, I think I, I get the, I get the feeling uh, that that they they're really they're really keen on uh, getting this to the absolute maximum level they can possibly well, get it, great. which is one of the reasons they're thinking so far in advance, which we'll we'll touch on in a second. Yeah, well, if they're excited. Well, the I'm excited. Yeah, the thing that's awesome about Heroes of Ruin is um, the way it encourages um, using this new Traders Network scheme. Um, and all these um, spot pass and street pass things. I've heard a lot of people say things like, this is like finally a, a game for the 3DS that actually um, really takes advantage of all these features. So why don't you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, well, that's one of, one of the things that uh, we're very keen on, uh, both Endspace and uh, Square Enix London, is that the game is as fluid and as engaging as possible. So uh, you mentioned spot pass there and and everything else. Well, uh, to to explain what we're going to do with that with with street pass, what we're going to do is if you pass somebody who has Heroes of Ruin uh, on their 3DS, obviously your 3DSs will talk to each other, and any item that they have found that has then gone they've sold and gone to their store will then appear in your store. Nice. for you to buy nice. so there's there's the ability there for if somebody's found something that's quite rare then and then then hoid it basically for a, for a few gold yeah. there's a chance that you could possibly get that the big the big thing in, in in my mind though is what we're doing we're going to be doing i should say with spot pass and one of the big selling points of the game once the game launches, there will be something every day, something new every day via Spot Pass for a year. Wow! And we're gonna there's gonna so there's gonna be something daily for you to do, some challenge or some some other piece of content. And there's also being something sort of more overall and longer term goal for like the entire week. So that that's going on for like for, for a year, absolute wow. minimum a year after. So there's there's going to be something. For you, so every day. That's brilliant. But there's that, um, and uh, and also the way that we want to get people in involved in uh, playing with the game. Obviously, you can go around in a party of four. We've got four characters. Uh, there's the gunslinger, who's pew, pew. Um, exactly pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, his he, his um, his weapons are kind of given away in the name. <laughs> Um, he's, 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 he's his ex-criminal, ex and he's now sort of a lone wanderer who goes through the wastelands and and dispenses dispenses Boys. justice. Basically. <laughs> but but um, he dispenses justice, but unfortunately, he does kind of have this massive debt, uh -huh. so <laughs> he needs to repay it. So yeah, so he dispenses justice. Um, yeah, can I have some money for that, please? Because yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm seeing very get much about over by some, some nasty people, but so so he and he's your ranged character, and so pistols, bombs, high evasion character. So he's like you've got the solo. vindicator. You've got the vindicator who is a character. See the the mad lion's head. Yeah, that's the the vindicator is the the slightly lion esque character who we actually previewed on Heroes of Ruin .com the other day. Yeah. Um, he's he this is. Big, massive lion, a 
I know a lot of the forum guys have been saying it's, it's the Paladin class character. Uh, big, massive sword, waves it around, the armor, charges in, very brave, very loyal. Um, unfortunately, the one that you play um, has had a bit of trouble as well. <laughs> and, yeah. and he's fallen from grace in this Vindicator order, and he's been traveling the world to basically redeem him, redeem himself. Um, so he's he's obviously going to be going after this cure because to, it, it's it's his ticket back to back to honor. Basically, we've got the architect, who is a character we've not actually looked into um, yet in any of the previews. But that's the that's the female class. Um, she's got a very she's actually a, there's a there's a rivalry with that the particular character uh, that that you'll be using. Um, okay. and well, supposed to be the greatest spellcaster in, in all the land, and of course, that always goes so well when someone wants to do that, of course. But uh, <laughs> that's that's just that's your spellcasting character, and then you've got this the savage who is I know we've got the the, the lion esque vindicator, but this really is your beast class, um, yeah. And the savage will go in there and just pound things into oblivion basically with its fists wow so this is you got you, it's funny how you give them different names but they're pretty much like a barbarian a hunter a cleric a fighter a wizard a rogue pretty much similar to that sort There's of style but you, yeah <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just yeah, saying it's got, yeah, yeah. Slight, it's got slightly old school so it's got a slightly old school feel to it so um it's and, good that you guys so have changed the name to make it a bit more than the, the type of same they're very highly customizable so they will look very different and you can alter the appearance of your appearance of your characters and yeah. there's various little tweaks you can do to um all the weapons there's i think this is like eighty thousand um yeah. items in the game wow i've got to ask you about that um eighty thousand. that that is a lot that's not like you know sometimes you might play some games you might have a couple upgrades eighty thousand is just a couple of upgrades that, that's like, like what crazy. kind of stuff are we yeah. talking here yeah like that's insanely well, you've, you've got, you've got Stuff, I mean, for the eighty thousand, that that's, that covers like all the items. So, I mean, you've got you've got things like belts and boots, and you've the weapons are obviously very character class, and there'd there be all sorts of all sorts of variations um, in there. Some will be good, some might will be not so good. You'll know when you uh, come across them. Yeah. Uh, but there's but there's and there's all sorts of armor and things. So, so there's again, so you can slightly customize it to to make to make it um, individual to you. There's slight, slight color variations and and textures and things like that. So the, but so there's there's all there's all manner of things which will give you various bonuses as you uh, as you go along. That's awesome. Yeah, look, it makes it gives very it, it, cool. Yeah, it gives you it gives you something to work with and and make it customizable for your character to look how you want him to be. Mm. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but I, I, should, I should probably go back to um, something as well that you, we, we touched on with the, with the trading, because the trading is sort of de- depends upon you know you going and selling the items. Because one of the things that what's one, what's the worst thing you have to do um, in the event of a, a game like this? You end up you end up collecting a lot of stuff, and then you have to sort of drag it around with you. Yeah. Yeah. And then back, yep. back, I've got to go back into town. I've got to reorganize all my inventory. Yeah. It's going to take absolute edge. Well, that, that, one of the things that we're that uh, we're all very keen on is to reduce that very significantly. So keep it as fluid as possible and just not spend time. So one of the things that we're we're implementing 
in the game is um, we're using the D-pad in quite um, uh, sort of a, very, a very quick skill way. So the left and right are for your health and uh, mana potions. And up and down is used for dealing with items. So if there's a piece of loot that you'll see, yeah. you go over to it and you go over it and it'll say at the top or in, in, in some place on the screen, this is this, um, it's better, it's, it's the same, it's worse. And you have the ability to flick and instantly wear it or instantly equip it. Yep. So, so it immediately goes on that, and you get you get the ability to, to have that immediately. The other side of the coin, quite literally, is that you can instantly sell that. Okay, yeah, that makes Ooh, sense. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. You immediately you immediately sell that piece of that item and and um, uh, change it to, to gold. So you can you can take it and carry it around with you, and then take it back to a shop, and then obviously you'll get more money for doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but. If you if you, there's something there that's you know it's a it's a big piece of armor. It's not for your class or something like that. Yep. You can just quickly quickly sell it. That's perfect. And uh, get benefit straight yeah, away. Yeah, that's perfect. I've I've played I've played games similar to that on the iPhone, I believe. But yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm, I won't compare it or anything. But I'm just saying I know exactly where you're coming from with that, and it's actually it makes the game run so much more quicker. You can you can get everything in your inventory so like much neater because I'm like that too. I'm when I, I've been playing RPGs for ages now, and I want stuff that's really quick, well, not quick, but makes it easy for you to uh, maintain. And if you've got something new, you want to get it and you want to put it on straight away, and you don't want to go through and say, "Oh, hang on, this go, this is better than this, or oh, this is better than that, or oh, this is oh, Jesus, oh, putting this together with that, ah, oh, far out." But yeah, I know what you're talking about. It makes it, it makes it, it makes your life so much easier. And, and what you just said, Kevin, it makes good sense. Like if you find something that's like you're a, you're a wizard and you picked up a barbarian uh, armor, sell it. You might make. You might make five gold less, but who cares? You've just already got the money. You've made it. The quick fix is there. You've got the cash in your pocket, and it's finished. Move on. Yeah, precisely. Mm. Kevin, I, I want to ask you. Um, now, we've heard a lot of stuff for Heroes of Ruin about you know, customizing characters, trading. Obviously, they're like the big selling points of this game. But um, can you tell us anything about combat? Because that's always a big part of um, RPG games. From what I've seen of the screenshots so far, I've, been, I've sort of been wondering <coughs> – pardon me. I've sort of been wondering myself – uh, if the combat is actually going to be uh, real-time combat or if it's going to be random encounters or if it's going to be uh, turn-based uh, combat? Uh, it's real-time. Oh, it's real-time. Yeah. All right. It's real-time. So you, what you'll do is uh, there's obviously a single-person mode where you can go through and, um, and, and follow the path that way, although, although the other option, of course, is to, is to join up with uh, people using uh using the wi-fi and uh you can obviously those can be either your friends or just random people and ba- basically people can drop in and drop out and it's seamless wonderful so all right <laughs> so yeah so you can have a party of all savages who will go around and punch things into oblivion um from uh, but and you can you can you can reserve one of those party members to be one of your friends and, and and limit the party that way um and and go around with that and it'll it'll scale as well so if you've got if you're like a level 10 and then you've got a level one person come in and then you fight a monster that is obviously on a higher that you think is on a higher level that level one person won't then suddenly get 
umpteen million XP. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> it won't but, it, it's it's the, the, the it scales based upon your the levels. So the, that's the, very uh, good. Yeah. That's very good. Enemies, yeah. it's, it's trying to keep it as as balanced like, as balanced and as fluid as possible. You know what? But it, it, it is real time. You'll go around the dungeon and uh, which are sort of generated sort of randomly so it'll be a different one for every person basically every time you play that it'll be a di- it'll be a slightly different one there might be sort of sort of key places obviously within that for the quest and things but the, the paths there and what you encounter will be different um so that's that's uh, different every time but and you'll be able to see on the map because the book the, the the top screen is going to be your what you're seeing the touch screen at the bottom uh, you'll see a map and you'll also see where your um, where you have people in your party are on that map as well, so that's good. That's yeah, awesome. Right. So, so you, you can go. We can go around and, and be tactical. And, and in the event of something happening, um, I think if, I'm, I'm certain yeah, they have mentioned this. Um, you can um, if if something happens and you're in a party, it's like oh, no, no, no. I've, the, the, the phone's gone or something. If you press pause, it'll allow you a period of time at the very least whereby you sort of get a get out of jail free card and uh, but basically nice. the um other enemies will ignore you uh, oh, Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> so many so times it, so many times like rpgs you'd be like oh no just piss off leave me alone i'm just trying to get to the dungeon or something yeah, but yeah, yeah you're, you're basically on a call and you ha- you got to pause it, but you can't pause it because you're playing live. Don't worry, I've had this happen. Yeah, exactly. You, you're, you're, you're playing. You're so it's it'll it'll it's sort of a, it's sort of a bit of a, a. I hesitate to say lifeline because yes, it isn't. Um, no, but, but it's something it'll, small. It, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of going, "Hey, look over there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, then, then these massive crabs go. Oh yeah, oh, it, looks, it looks a bit tasty. You know, Giant crabs. <laughs> that's awesome. I like the sound of that. That's good. It gives you, it gives you that time just to go answer the phone call or go to the yeah, go to the it toilet. Gives that, it gives you that amount. I'm not, I'm not sure of how how long this is. It's going to be if it's going to be a sort of a sort of semi permanent thing. I doubt, I doubt it. They'll, they'll obviously look into um, any balancing things because obviously the last thing we'll do is people take, start taking advantage of that in any way. But it's 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 there for the the honest times anyway. Where, yeah, where smart something terrible platform. Yeah. Now what's what's cool about Heroes for Ruin is it's we've established it's not an MMO, but it does have that kind of feel it not, to it. Uh, it is not an MMO. Um, people does people were insisting to us it was an MMO. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. It's got a a little party, feel of it. Max Four. That's very massive. So, so they yeah. were telling you what your game was. <laughs> It was, yeah, it's funny, it's, but yeah, it's, it's, it is not an MMORPG. From but, what uh, I've got, what it does what have, which which I heard you um you announced recently, which kind of caught my interest, is um I think it was in in reply to a, a question you were asked about if there were clans, you got you got some sort of friend recognition system. That seems pretty interesting. Uh yeah, I I I don't know the full details about this, but. Um, based upon what, what Alistair said in, in Ruincast, uh, which is our, our podcast that we do every month or so for all Heroes of Ruin, uh, which will be on iTunes soon when they put it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, but um, Alistair Cornish, who's the external designer who does Ruincast with me and, and, and knows, knows, all the, knows the game inside out, um, basically there's, not, there's, not, there's no clans as such and there's no there's no pvp either 
Um, not in this particular game. Thank anyway. God. Thank God. <laughs> okay, awesome. that, that, that honestly goes, that was one of the first questions we got asked for the second ruin cast was like, it's like, it's like, can you hurt the other players? <laughs> Why would you ask that? Oh, they just love that sort of crap, especially wow guys. I, I know that I'm, I can't stand it. I just, there's no point in it. It's just, they want to just show off how good their weapons are or how good their armor is. They just, Get over it, man. Play the game. The thing is about Heroes of Ruin, it's about heroes. You're not you're not trying to kill each other. You're all trying to it's a co-op game. You're you're meant to be like trying to find the cure together. You meant to you meant to you meant to cooperate cooperate. And I suppose that all the trading and all the spot pass stuff included, that really enhances that, which is what I what I seem to yeah. like about the game. Yeah, the the um the the co-op as as you mentioned, there there will be uh this this friendship meter basically if the, the more you play with a certain person mm-hmm. the better a sort of rank you'll get with them and there'll be little advantages to doing that so if you if you play with i don't know your brother or something or your best friend all the time in your in your group yeah and then the other two slots are free with people you'll end up having having a special rank and I'm not quite sure what those ranks are going to be called at the moment, but and the, but there'll be there'll be slight benefits. Um, also, actually, there's one. That's one other thing I, I should point out with the groups. Um, if if you're worried that you're going to have someone come along and let's let's put a dick you out of <laughs> something or something like that, okay? Um, if there's if there's there's a big pile of cash there or something that that comes along um, and somebody else. You know, gets it first. You will get an. E- there's an. It will be shared out equally, basically. The loot. Yeah. With the slightest, the slightest, slightest of advantages, um, for the person who got it. Okay. Okay. So you, you, if, if you if you pick something up, you get a little bit of an extra bonus for, you know, for for being the first one to get there. What about yeah. um? What, what but, about? But otherwise, I- you get a share. Of, you get a share of the loot. What about what about the special? What about items and stuff like that? How does that work? Does everyone get the same item, or if they open up a chest and there's like a you know, how does it work with items? I just wanted to get a quick understanding on how that worked. I don't actually know. In all honesty, <laughs> at the moment, I, I think you get I think you get the um, the ability to choose, or if it if it goes if it's a certain class, it'll go to that class. Um, I, I, in all honesty, I don't know the full details of that at the moment. That's oh. That work, how it works with particular items, but <laughs> that, certainly for, for actually for actually gay, for actually taking of items for the selling of items, though everyone gets a full share. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Because yeah. the thing is, I know that there'll be a lot of raging happening when if they pick up, especially how they pick up items that they really need, uh, and someone else takes it instead, and they won't give it to that person or whatever. I wonder if it will. Well, you'll be able to. Yeah, well, you'll be able. Whatever you'll be able to yell at them over the uh, <laughs> over the party because it's obviously. <laughs> Oh yeah, because, but they'll just uh, la- they'll just laugh at you and run the, off. We're using the uh, 3D, uh, not the 3D. You want to talk about the, the voice? Um, the voice. Oh yeah. So uh, there'll be a lot of raging, a lot of raging well. for sure, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I said, as I said, balance is a uh, is a key word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Course, one th- one uh, thing I do, it, one it, thing I do like is the um is the level the leveling the leveling part where you 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 take someone with you who's a lower level he won't be getting like a, a bazillion experience points that come that's coming with you i like the level restrictions yeah it, it, the, the end the enemies it, the enemies will scale and that'll 
fluctuate obviously based on who's in your party and 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 the, and the levels as well. So yeah, that's you, awesome. you, there won't there won't if you, there's no there won't be a, a humongous advantage all of a sudden if you decide to get somebody who's level one, yeah, or level two, yeah, in your party that won't suddenly scale down and be like, ha ha we managed to beat Rancism. Likewise, it, as you say, the reverse with um, really like power levering someone up, yeah, just being in a party just standing off to the side going ho-hum defense defense yeah that's not, yeah that's not gonna work that's cool because I, I've, I've played like a lot of rpgs as well but we're the one that i think that they should implement i'm not they probably won't can't do that now and i'm just probably going <laughs> off on a tangent is that level restrictions should be included in a in a party so for example anyone that is only let's say for example three levels below or three levels above can only join and I'm probably going a bit too geeky. I'm getting a bit too geeky and confusing everybody. But let's say, for example, you had a level, all level fives um, in this party and a level one wanted to join in. They couldn't. He can't join because he's not in the level restriction group. So he's not like level three or level eight. So if he's not in between that level restriction, then he can't get in. And that way, if he does come in, you don't really need to worry about giving him extra bonuses or, or making, it, making it easier or harder because everyone's in that same group. And that way, they can handle. They should be able to handle any sort of enemy that gets thrown at them. And so you don't have anyone I mean, too imbalancedly strong. Correct. Correct. That's how I think. Little restrictions, in my honest opinion, is not a lot of companies have done it, and a lot of gaming companies have done that sort of stuff when it comes to RPGs. But I've I've, I've seen and played so many of them that I know that that's probably the best balance of doing it. But where you guys are coming from as well, you can get a little one in. He's probably going, you know. Then, then you guys have to do a whole lot more work by rebalancing everything and making the weapons and the arm. Sorry, making all the enemies different. And giving them more, less or more experience. But the other way around it is just put a restriction in, and bad luck. They guy, that guy can't join that game. Go off and find something different with a level one. That's, level I mean, that, that's a really good idea. But I think at the at the same time, you're actually going to alienate some people that may want to play together that can't because their levels are, are too disparate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't end up with the ability of by doing by doing that. Say you're playing a game for a while and then your friend then gets the game off the back of you. Yes. Mm. He's then not able nothing. to play with you because, yeah. you, because you're because you a too high a level. Correct. Yeah. That's right. The balance is, and, and there's, that's what I mean, there's two sides of the coin, exactly what you're saying. Mm. So, yeah, you've you got to do it that way or you've got to do it this way. And, yeah, I'll shut up now. Because there's two, <laughs> different, there's two different ways. <laughs> I think there's Speaking always going to be some, some pros and cons with, with yeah, either one. Yeah, it sounds good, but... Speaking of the um, two different ways of leveling, you, now the friendship leveling and leveling up your character is separate as well, isn't it? Uh, yes. This, for the, for, as far as I'm aware at this stage, anyway, the the friendship thing is just it is again it just gets you a little a little bit of a boost for having that particular relationship between the between two characters. Yeah, I just um, love I love that idea of promoting cooperation and stuff. Yeah, uh, so I, I the, think the, so. the more the more you work with the more you work with people, the better off it will be for you. And that would and if, if the game was real, if it was a real life yes. situation, that would that would be the case because you would then assume your character would then assumedly know the, the tactics and fight style or whatever it is of the of the other character and would be able to fight better around them and then they would. Uh, they would yeah. work better together, basically. So, so it's, it's, it's just what it's a little, it's a little extra. But uh, the actual the, the leveling up of the character itself is separate. Yeah, very cool, wonderful. Yeah, you've got now it's on 3ds. Now, 
I, I haven't really heard anything about this, so I'm not sure if it's um. So one thing, one thing to note for anyone listening to the podcast, actually at the moment, but what's what's actually kind of I find remarkable about Heroes of Ruin is not much has been released yet. So I know, I know, Kevin, you you're you're very um limited to what you can say and can't say, but um, there's still there's still been so <laughs> yeah, but there there are the, like you've just released your first gameplay trailer like just very very recently, uh, Friday yeah, a couple yeah. of days ago. Yeah, and yet there's still like so much hype up about. It. Like, do you think it's because of all the co-op, or uh, what do you think? What do you think's got everyone so interested about it? Um, I mean, well, you're going to have the people who are interested because it's a game. It's a game connects to Square Enix, of yeah. and it's that it's that type it's that type of game that um, which I, I think we I think we touched on actually before we started the show, but it's there's not. This type of game it isn't actually on the 3DS yet. This is going to be the first one of its type to actually come in there and and try and do the things that it it wants to do. Yeah. Um, with so with the ongoing content, with the the fact that you know it's a, a it's an adventure RPG fantasy in this manner with with such. Um, with such cooperative, the the co- from what I've seen in the forums and the discussions, people are very excited about different things. But the, the co-op aspect is a particularly strong, a strong thing. People asking, you know, uh, can we connect with people from this country? Are we can we how they asked about all the, the different groups you can have. It's like, okay, can we have all the, all architects and and things like that? And the, there is a there is a, there is a great hunger for more and more information. We, we, you mentioned the Ruin cast. After the Ruin cast, and there is an awful lot of information that that is in those shows. Yeah, we had check it out. Going, we had people going. We had people going to us. You didn't give us enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like forty minutes of information. The second one. Solid information, yeah. and um, <laughs> dan- they danced around it. They didn't tell us all the information. It's like, well, no. <laughs> Entirely, but we, we gave you 40 minutes worth of new facts. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone should check that out if they haven't. Now, yeah. um, before, we, before we let you go, I guess, um, or before anything else, I was going to say, can you give us anything that we haven't heard yet that maybe, or maybe something we might not have, um, maybe not be uh, it's little known fact or something about, about um, Heroes of Ruin? Even if it's very insignificant, like the color of the flooring of a certain level or something. <laughs> yeah, this is some, Kevin, some Kevin, exclusive, Kevin, no matter how small. Kevin, this is, this is something that Maddie likes to um, troll. I gathered this from it's listening from, to previous shows. Yeah, yeah, pre- <laughs> prepare yourself, right. and that's pretty much it. So, yeah, if you want to, if you're more than welcome to uh, share something with us, because that's something that we, you know, if you can, that'd be good. Well, well here's here's a little something. Here's a little something for as an exclusive piece of information. There will be a little competition on capsule computers for a uh-huh. uh, piece of merchandise. Ooh, yeah. Ooh very so, interesting. Uh, there you go. That's exclusive. You should, you should uh, <laughs> keep your eyes out for that. It that, is exclusive. Uh, yeah, keep your, keep your eyes out. It, 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 it's currently being made. Wow. So, <laughs> but uh, I, I, think, uh, I think the guys here can uh, have a little... I, I, I can find something for you of a nice note. Awesome. Uh, but we'll also, it is something that that nobody knows yet. Is that uh, we're going to start having um, we um, a couple of the updates we've had of some very nice concept art. One of the things coming soon is everyone apparently 
uh, favourite character, the, the Vindicator. We've got some very nice uh, concept art coming again for that character, and it's going to be a very snazzy wallpaper. And I think it's art actually done by uh, Adi Granov, who has done the signature art for Heroes of Ruin. Which looks lovely, Although, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, yeah. He's, he's worked with Marvel and things like that. I think this artwork is done by him, but it, it is absolutely beautiful. And we're gonna sort of make, I'm going to make some nice wallpapers out of those for people. So those yeah. are coming soon. I actually think that... There's, that, a, that there's a vast back. cavalcade of stuff next week as well that's, that's going to be coming up on the site. Wonderful. Yeah, that, that does tie <laughs> so, yeah, in as well so, with uh, uh, the hype thing. You know, Square Enix, you always associate it with very Japanese-styled games, but the art design in this is very Euro. Like it's it feels oh, yes. that makes okay. it feel more more Western just because of that alone, and that that really excites me. Yeah, I can't I can't remember where In Space are based. I think they're based in, uh, in Canada, aren't they? Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's America. In yeah. America, I do apologize, but um, but yeah, there, there, so there is there is a definite Westernness about the about the look of the design. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. There you go. You hit it right here. Awesome. Thanks, Kev. <laughs> all right all right so uh that's gonna be it for our, our topic we're gonna take a quick break and we get back we're gonna have some game news so stick with us right is it is Game news this week. We have uh, first on the list: analysts and investors want Nintendo to bring franchises to the iOS. Oh, bum, 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 bum. So no, this is this please. is an interesting story. No. Like, obviously, people have been, you know, stating around that Nintendo should pull a Sega and and start being a, a third-party developer. They would be the biggest third-party developer on the planet if they did that. But personally, I mean. Nintendo always operates, like, they never operate at a loss. Every console that they sell, they're not losing money on it. So I don't, regardless of what their, you know, saturation rate of the public is, uh, of their in- install base, they're still making money one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the way sold heaps. Everyone just assumes it. A lot of gamers assume, oh, no one likes the Wii because they're not catering to the hardcore market. But the point of the Wii was to expand the market gamers to the elderly and the younger as well so you know of course they're of course they're not they're aimed at a different um demographic but yeah of course they're they're offering and uh working as a profit yeah but it, so, admittedly um they basically if it's all just so if it's all just <laughs> yeah. a, a matter of investors wanting to make money i i really don't see nintendo hopping on board with that they're not the kind they're not really the kind of bunch to really forget you know forget the roots that they came they came from they're not really the type of developers to you know forget how they started like they'd it defeat the purpose of the 3ds exactly so yeah they've built the 3ds with the 3ds you know how basically um the 3ds is in in a bit of trouble it's not selling very well if they brought anything to the ios or anything to android whatever the hell people wanted to bring it to it's just going to kill any momentum the 3DS is trying to build with this um, price drop. 
they have they have a chance here to um, finally start selling some big numbers with the 3DS. And if they were to go and do anything with the iOS, it's it's just going to really like st- stop the dead in its tracks. See what and I think honestly, is there's fights still left in it. Yeah, I think there is. I think that the recent price drop is pro- is going to help uh, help sales of it along. Um, but one of the things I think with uh, with Nintendo, if they were to even remotely consider iOS, it wouldn't be fully developed titles. No, it wouldn't not. be. It, it would probably just be like small small app features, things a bit like you know the Pokedex on the 3DS. Like that would be the sort of thing that you'd be looking at. Or or the virtual store, like the Game and Watches, or the uh, stuff that's already probably uh, come out in the past, like the the like the old Game Boy Advance, like the Game Boy yeah, black and white games, like the, Mario that, and stuff like that. The thing with that is, yeah, we've seen in the past that trying to shoehorn in old style games onto the iOS uh, doesn't necessarily work all the time. Like using a, a a virtual D-pad and, and buttons is kind of lame. It's it's better to sort of I've develop tried. games it depends, for it. It depends. It depends. I tried playing Sonic the Hedgehog on, yeah, on my iPod and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sometimes that it does, sometimes said. it doesn't. But I'd say for the most part, it, you're just going to be better off designing new new, uh, new titles. Yeah. That being said, the first time I got my iPhone, I was going through the App Store. One of the first games I looked for was I wanted to play Mario on my iPhone, but I couldn't because it's not available. In mm-hmm. fact, there's not many great platformers out there on the device. Uh, of course, there are exceptions. But, um, you know, while it, Nintendo would be raking, would they be raking in the money? But the yeah. thing is, the question is, are Nintendo sellouts? No, in fact, they're the complete opposites. Like, while, let's, let's face it, while some of their competitors might try and go for what would make us the most money, Nintendo's always been, how can we be the most different? Uh, and for, there's been so many points in the past where they've where they've backfired. Remember the Virtual Boy? Um, yeah. A lot of people thought. A lot of people <laughs> yeah. thought. Like when when the Wii came out, everyone thought that was weird. And I remember PlayStation and Xbox. They were all like, you know, um, motion controls is a silly idea. But now they've both got it. Um, it. Of course, you know, they're they're meant to take risks. And doing the iPhone, like they're not. That's the level they'd have to go to if they weren't gonna, if they were failing, if they were, if they were gonna f- fall and crumble. But See, I, don't, I don't think they're at that level yet. I think all of us are at a general consensus that this sort of thing is not the sort of thing that we want to see as gamers, is it? No, it, yeah. it's not. It's uh, not anything Nintendo needs to do. Like, I understand if if the 3DS did fail, which it's not probably not going to. It's not even close. It's a little too early. If to it tell. did, yeah. if it did. Then I would understand them going to the iOS, but right now, if they were to do something like that, it would just be cutting their own grass. Really, it'd be going and trying to cut in on their own sort of handheld. They don't gonna. They've got. They've invested yeah, so much time. They're not cannibalize their own market. Yeah, they've but, invested but so much I, time into it. But I, can I can I say something? Maybe okay. I know I've already said it again, but I'm just saying that it's not that it might not be cannibalizing. It's more maybe releasing titles that they've already had and then they might not be able to get again on certain That's what consoles. virtual stores for. Well, yeah, I think yeah, it, yeah but the exactly thing is that's, that's fine, but mate, not everyone can afford. Like, have you got a 3DS yet? No. You got an iPhone. Yeah, that's yes. why there's a price drop. That's right, but are you still going to are you going to get one anyway? You might not. What I'm trying to say is a lot I'm of people getting one. I'll, I can <laughs> tell you now. Yet. But let me tell you. I can tell you now that the the iPhone is one of the most popular phones in Australia, and I can I, when I was in Japan, I saw a lot of iPhones there, and they're starting to switch into a different sort of. Uh, they're starting to see 
because um, I know they're used to their Motorola type of phones. They're huge, you know, they flip things over there. And I think a lot of them now are moving over to something that they because they know that they can play games on them now. Or they can see because this iPhone is amazing when it comes to playing games. And a lot of people can, have noticed that. And maybe that's the reason why the investors are, get, are pushing Nintendo to do that because especially in, I could say in Japan, if Nintendo released, say, for example, Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo or something like that, you know, that would run on an iPhone, which I know it will. Um, you and it's not you can't get it anywhere else. I can't see it anywhere else at the moment. And if they did that, oh, where? 3ds. It's um, not. It's not out yet. It's not out yet. It's not out yet. It's not out yet. Sorry. Yeah, but it's on the Wii. It's no, no. no this is Super Mario on the, the Super Nintendo version. That's what I'm talking about. Like the older yeah, classic one. Virtual yeah, store. It's on the Wii. The virtual virtual okay. Store. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. 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 But something that you can take them with them, you know, on the go. And if they can charge the same price. That they have on the Wii Store, which is what five ten dollars maybe. People will buy it. You will buy it. I know you will, and I know I will because I yeah. want to take it with me. And the thing I, is, it's, it's not a bad thing. It it, it is to, and through Nintendo's point of view, it's a terrible. Thing. It's the worst thing they can do because yeah, uh, through the investors, they want the investors' point. They want to make money out of Nintendo. Nintendo want to keep their integrity and dignity as a company. But why? Like other companies, like they're, 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 it's about honor. They're not like Microsoft and are they good? They, gonna, they see their competitors as soulless, blood-sucking, money, American thing. <laughs> no, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say that. That's, that's, that's what they that's see. Their, that's, not what, that's not what we think. But it's, it's, but it's not like that. About Nintendo, the point in Nintendo, um, Nintendo means leave luck to heaven. They're all about making their own luck. They're all about um, going... The, the, the moral of Nintendo is to do what they think is right. They will never allow Mario to appear on Xbox unless they went bankrupt. They never allow Zelda to appear on a PlayStation. I think or a, or I think Mac even if they did go bankrupt, I think even if they did, they would not go to those limits. Oh, I think they Nintendo would. I don't I think they that. would. I nah. don't think they would. If they weren't making any money, they, at the end of the day they're still a business and they're going to want to they're going to want to make money. Yeah. It's But that, to top it all off, like so, sorry, to top it all off this price drops can change the face of 3ds. Plus, yeah. the 3ds, like, it's got some great games on it, amazing remakes. But now it's getting, it's finally being taken advantage of by oh, some of its amazing features. We always, we've said in the previous podcast, we've said um, the 3ds. A lot of people don't realize the the, the potential of it because they just focus on the 3D, not the effects. Now we've got games like you know, and Kevin can weigh in on this. Here is a ruin, which are taking advantage of all these features, and that's really going to highlight the the console. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, it's investors are looking to see Nintendo hasn't been doing too well. Like the sales haven't been great, so they had to do this big tri- price drop. I mean, we have President Iwata making an official apology, an official apology to th- to early 3DS owners. Like that's just bananas. As an early 3DS owner, I I, I will say I forgive him. So do I. So do I. Well, you're so you're already look, drinking who? the Kool Aid though. It's <laughs> I reckon. I reckon if you actually like expected him to apologize, I think you're greedy. Then look at all the games they've given. <laughs> I agree. Of course, I didn't expect oh, no. him to apologize, but I think it's the. I think it, it's good, and it shows a degree it, it is of a, integrity that you're not used to seeing in a business. The fact that he actually yeah. did come out and say it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Look at how many. amazing. Look at how many people went and complained though. Oh, I went and paid an extra what fifty bucks or something. I didn't yeah, really that, care. That, I didn't care myself. No, I had your really well, used, the, but I, there was a lot of backlash. They are giving you a lot of content, though. 
if you yeah, the investor early. process. Yeah, I am, yeah. I'm, it's not I'm crap games either. Stuff. You got you also you got it's not crap games either. Like you got some of the best games exactly. from some That's... of their some from some of their best consoles. They got nearly all the good ones from Super Nintendo, Game Boy Advance. Like That's and a lot of them hits of Nintendo. It is, and a lot of people would pay. A lot, if all these games came on a disc as the greatest hits in Nintendo and they sold it for a hundred bucks, all these people would go out and people buy it. People would buy it. But now yeah, they're absolutely. getting it for free. Yeah, like, that's why I, I cannot I'd be, stand I'd people complaining about it because it's really like the fact that um, there was so much backlash that there was actually a necessity to even apologize. I know he, they probably would have regardless, but I think it's just really sad that there's so. Like a while back, Dustin was on the podcast with us and he was talking about how people were complaining. That with the um, Club Nintendo thing, they got stickers instead of something else. They were complaining they wanted something better. It's kind of sad that like they, you're getting free. free stuff. You're getting free stuff. Why complain? Why care? Don't Why look do a gift care? horse in the mouth. Yeah. I think, though, um, <laughs> I, think, I think the opinion, though, of 3DS is starting to change in, in this community because not only has um, Iwata, you know, he's gone ahead uh, I, he's gone ahead and taken a price cut for it. That's how dedicated and Yes, and now he's come up with this apology. Fifty wage cut. Yeah, I know, that is bananas. But now, on top of that, he's gone ahead and he's apologized. He didn't have to apologize. He called, told everyone to to suck it. What's he done oh. instead? He's, he's he's done this. He's given him. He's given the company. He's given him twenty games, and you know the console's only improving and improving over time. Like, mm. agreed. We we got kid um, Icarus Uprising coming out. Amazing first party title. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Star Fox sixty four. Okay, it looks it looks amazing. I think. Um, then we got Star Fox sixty four, the remake. New Mario Mario three D Land. Like, come on, right? There Top was a Smash Brothers on the way. Yeah, Smash yeah, Brothers we'll, on the yeah, way. We'll see when that happens, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's not only all that. Future. Yeah, but not only all that. Like first party stuff. Third party is going great. Like again. The Square Enix title, we've got so many others coming out, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And, uh, and I, I just think that, you know, with the Ambassador program, uh, they, they, were, they are being very, very, very generous giving 20 games. Like, normally for something like that, I would expect maybe, you know, considering the price drop, I would have perhaps seen... 5 to 10. Would have feel, yeah. yeah, 5 to 10, but they are giving us 20. And not to mention 10 of those, nobody else is going to get ever. Yeah. The, you know all what? the Game Boy Advance games, no one else is getting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true, true. But you know what? On top of that, like, think of it, like, compare that to, say, um, the whole PSN went down. This is just like you've lost 100 bucks. For, for a moment, that when the PSN went down, that everybody, like, lost, like, they couldn't go online for, like, a period of time. They got yeah. they got like some gifts, but like, can you even remember them? Like, there was they got a um, subscription for like thirty days for free, and they got uh, I think they got like a, a small. I think they got like one small arcade game. Some free content, that, yeah. There, there's a, a big little bit there. and like themes and stuff. This twenty games, and it's not like demos of games. I mean, every diff- every games. company has a different way of. Uh, of making up for like little glitches that happened. So there was the PSN hacking. There was what they tried to do with that. There is a big difference in how Nintendo has positioned themselves in this scenario. Sony did it after the fact. Like all the damage was done and then they said, okay, well now to make it up to you, we're going to do this. Nintendo came out of the gate. Like, listen, we're doing this. We're very sorry. And because we're doing this, we're giving you all of this. Yeah. I got to say that that apology is one of the most genuine things I've ever like seen 
accompany yeah, the statue do. Like they're just like they're like they're pretty much. He's, he's, he talks to you like he's your best mate. It's just like, hey man, sorry I let you down. You know I'll make it up to you. Here's some games. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like the way he comes out. Like you kind of feel sorry for him, but at the same time it's like you feel like you want to support him. Like you feel like you want to go out and buy a buy a 3ds. You want to buy all the games just to be like, hey man, I got your back because you know. He's so nice. He's so nice about it. Uh, just, I just yeah. want to give him a hug. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he'll let you if he if he gives you the opportunity. Yeah. You know um, who hasn't been thing... giving hugs though? Who? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Microsoft uh, had a glitch in their system for Microsoft. Yeah. Points. So speaking about glitches, yeah, system glitches again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so basically, what happened was a glitch happened. People were getting all these extra Microsoft points. Uh, and Nintendo, or Nintendo, excuse me, Microsoft out of the gate was like, oh, well, you're being so honest with us, so we're going to let you keep the points. And then, being Indian givers, they said, screw that, you're giving all that stuff back. But what if you had already bought stuff with the extra points? I don't know what happens there. I guess maybe it magically disappears, or? They would probably just like let it slide. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of. Uh, well,. I think it's kind of screwed up that they sort of went back on what they said. But to be honest, they shouldn't have said that in the first place. This is one of the yeah. first times I've actually seen Microsoft have like any sort of glitch with Xbox Live. Yeah, me too. You know yeah. what? That, I imagine, I imagine, like, because it's according to the article, it says there's Xbox support, Xbox support. So I'm guessing maybe people just rang up and they were like, oh, just don't worry about it, you know? I'm sure it'll be all right. And then Xbox, you know, the actual official said, no, we can't just do that free stuff. That's what I'm guessing. So may- maybe it was a thing in miscommunication. Could have been. Yeah. Hard to but, say. Uh, you, who knows? Like, um, it seems very odd, but uh, I guess there's not much you can do. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. Um, Normally, I've never seen that stuff as, as well, I, and I, I don't know, like I don't know myself how they actually got the glitch on how getting the extra points. Uh, I'm not sure how it was done. If um, and I'm probably it's probably a good thing how they not, we didn't share it. I know we did note we did mention it on the site, but lucky we didn't actually it, say it how it was done. Fact. But yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, but I think saying oh don't worry about it and now taking it back it's 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 a little bit a little bit sad but in a way they sh- they should you know do they they probably are allowed to do what they want because it's like you, you if you get you get money from the bank and the bank gives you it has an error and they, they deposit a million dollars into your bank account what happens there you don't get to yeah, keep that you, you don't get to keep that back. money you got to pay yeah. it back yeah. and in the end if you didn't pay for it it's not yours exactly so if you ended up getting like an extra 5000 microsoft points uh, and they took them back. Don't go complaining about it. But even though they mentioned, that, yeah, keep it, you keep it, you can keep it because you were honest. Um, it might have been a bit too much. And the thing is, the person I think who said it was actually a Twitter, one of their Twitter support. Now that person does not make decisions on that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah. and when it, yeah, of course, what probably would have happened was the Twitter guy might, might have said, "Oh, thanks for letting us know. Oh, you you can keep it for your honesty." But then, as soon as management found out, they would have said, "No, get lost." Take that back, you know. Re, you know, revo- you know. Yeah. Revo- what you said we're not giving him anything. We want our money. Exactly. Yeah. So somebody way, probably got yelled at. Yeah, exactly. So it might have been a mis- miscommunication at one point. Where the guy would have said, "Oh, it's cool. It's probably just you. Who cares? Yeah, have it. It's all good." But it was probably like five million people, and probably half the half the team, half the ex- people on Xbox Online probably did it, and they probably couldn't afford that. Yeah, well, I would say that was the case. I don't. Th- I don't think it was that popular because I didn't. I didn't hear too much about it until after it happened. Yeah, me. me same. So, same as well. 
Nevertheless, if you lucky, it really. yeah. If you if you got away with it, consider it a gift from Microsoft. And speaking of gifts, Ooh. Valve launching the gift right. trading system on Steam. Okay. So basically, how many times have uh, we we've talked about Steam on this show mm-hmm. ad nauseum? Like I don't yeah. know, we we fillet Steam every week. Uh, how many times have you bought one of these bundle packs and you've gotten games that you've had before? Yeah. Yeah, I have once. I have several games that that I've I have multiple times in Steam because I buy it and then maybe it's released in one of the, the indie packs or it's released in one of the the special deals that they're offering. Then you get it yeah. again. Now I'm able to either gift that or trade it with people due to this Wonderful. new thing. It's, yeah, it's it's starting off with um with Team Fortress Two where you're going to be able to trade off gifts between you know hats and and little items that way. <laughs> it's Kevin, cool. I think you can weigh in on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hats. <laughs> do you do you buy into the whole the hats thing and the whole like demo I, and melee weapon and everything, or do you just so, play some of the like some of the stuff they've come up with is great? But I think one of the things you got to remember with with Valve is a lot of the stuff they've done in recent years, including like almost <laughs> all the hats and everything. Yeah, um, is is community based. It's yeah, the stuff uh, that the community true. makes. Yeah, well, yeah, that's somebody, true. somebody on my Twitter was saying the other day that it was like the last time that Valve actually made something, something that hadn't started off life as community based or a mod or something. It was like 2007. Oh, wow. wow. So I mean, Darth, think about that, it. That may be utterly wrong. Well, but Portal, they, 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 are, they took are the guys from hats. I think much, much like everyone that you, you mentioned about the about steam and the packs um i've still got my steam cluttered up with listings for mac games which i'd rather like to disappear as i don't possess the mac yeah. <laughs> well there you go i've got I, like multiple listings of the same game because the it, it lists the pc version and the mac version because you get both of them i'm so sure prior you, have, to you have this and this but i don't want that listed i've got that one installed i don't yeah. need it uh, I can say I'm the sure inverse that, for PC what I games. What I do need is this game called Half-Life. I, I, I yes. believe we, well, we were overdue. Um, you know, <laughs> much like everyone else. Please uh, the game! game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I hope they heard you. If all it took was me going release the damn game, then there's, a, there's several other several other tens of millions of people who were like <laughs> who were saying the same thing tell me about it uh, yeah, it's actually not a bad Speak- deal <laughs> speaking of things that just make you just angry and want to yell what about Mega Man uh, yeah that's, Capcom? Uh, this is this is rubbing me the wrong way for for a few reasons it's I, I, I love Mega Man games but yeah in recent recent years, they've had a serious decline in quality, which is why I think a lot of people are not really buying into it anymore. Like I, I personally think that like Mega Man's Golden Age was back probably you know, at the set, around the same time as you know the SNES, like the SNES era, like back when it was still you know standard two D side scrolling. Yeah, well, they're saying now like so many people are thinking. Mega Man, like Capcom doesn't love Mega Man anymore because, you know, they cancelled one game, Mega Man Legends 3. They're allowed to cancel a game. And yes, they're saying, yeah. oh, he wasn't, he wasn't in um, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. 
So they don't care about Mega Man. It's like, Zero was in it. It, it. Yeah, Zero was in it from Mega Man. He's my Man. best character. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, it's just Mega Man with, with a paint job. Well, it, yeah. Uh, Zero, admittedly, a lot and, of this stuff started happening right after Kenji Inafune left. So Yeah, see, that's the thing. That 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 is the issue that I think some pe- that Capcom is having, because did the question is if when he left did he take the rights to Mega Man with him? He did not. No. You know. No. Cap- Capcom does own that. They, okay. We, they they are they did say I think it's to be honest I don't think that Capcom is uh, going out of their way to destroy Mega Man. I think what actually what's more likely is that Inafune left, and he was really the guy who charged. Mega Man and made sure everything was. He was the tastemaker. Yeah, see, I remember uh, something. I remember something a very similar caliber to that happening. And Kevin, you probably know a little bit about this from your time at Sega. Um, it was a very. There was. So, uh, I know there's this phenomenon about when sometimes particular visionaries or people leave studios. They have the. They sometimes have the right to take their characters or rights to their characters with them. Like that's why I understand. You know, like say for example, when you were talking about Sonic Generations, when Mighty and Fang are like making cameos, even though they're not officially part of Sega's lineup anymore. Like that was the issue that I thought Mega Man would actually have with Capcom at this point. I, I, with, I would, with, yeah. with though with those characters, um, even. I even even having even asked those questions, even I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's a sort of a gray area of uh, at that time, uh, but the, but that is that is that is a question that often gets asked of whenever something like that happens. You're right. Yeah, I think that with with Mega Man though, I've, Capcom are never going to forget about him. Like he's he's practically him and Ryu back to back are the mascots of Capcom. Like when they announced um. Tekken versus, uh, sorry, Street Fighter X Tekken. They had what did they open up with? They had Pac-Man running across the screen, Mega Man chasing him, and that yeah. was like amazing. I mean, he, he's I, it, he's a legacy character. He is like sure he never got the um the uh, the recognition that say, Super Mario did or or Zelda did, but he's been around for just as long, and he's been around and he's just been just as popular. Like yeah, he's had his own cartoon series. He's had. Oh, so his own anime. He's had his own. Um, he's had like a bazillion jillion games. He's never. He's here to stay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think Capcom just lost their footing when with Inafune left, yeah. and they. I'm sure we'll see Mega Man again. I just think they're they're having problems holding onto their reins at the moment. Yeah, you watch like within the next year or two, they'll announce a new Mega Man game, and I'll probably know they have to make it so good as to convince everyone's great. And it's going to blow everybody away, and this whole thing everyone's going to forget about. Yeah, it'd fingers, be, it'd fingers be crossed. It'd be foolish not to. Fingers and crossed. And if, if the game sucks, and they'll just blame it on... Um, blame it on me. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you left Capcom and took it with you. <laughs> yeah, blame it on me. There's no one, I don't, yeah, just, there's no one else to blame. Yeah. Apart from me. Uh, it's because Master Abbott's such an evil genius. Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows, mate? Just fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. And, and I think I think they're not going to completely scrap everything that's happened, even with the 3DS. I think in time it, it will probably come back. I think they're probably just trying to maybe, I don't know, rework it in the right way. Who knows? Yeah. Well, a game, a company has right to cancel their own game if it's yeah. not great. And you never know; it might just come don't, back. Don't, don't make like, a habit of it. Yeah, but you never know. They, they might bring it back. Like um, Square Enix has now picked up um, True Crime 3. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Hong Kong. And, like, you know, I thought I was never going to see that game again. Me too. But, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm psyched for that. Same, same. I, I loved I loved the original a lot, so I'm really keen for this it, one. 
Number one was good. Number two was kind of mediocre, but I'm, I, I am hopeful for this one. The third one looks like the best. Or the new one looks like the best one yet. Don't let us down, well, Kev. Uh, hopefully, hopefully out of um, app sales, there'll be some uh, more information on that soon. Yeah. For instance, for instance, what is going to be called? Because oh. we've, not, we've, not we've not taken the true crime name. We've taken the game. So it'll oh. be called. It'll be called something. Else. It won't be called True Crime Hong Kong anymore. That's still the True Crime brand. Still very much belongs to Activision. Oh, but right. yeah, the game well, itself yeah. um, will yeah. will be coming. It was coming up with a slightly different name. And, all right. Uh, well, that's hopefully, see more of it, more of it soon. It's all being it's all being dealt with by very that powerful be... people. Oh, it's a shame you're not at Singer anymore because you could have just made that into the new Shenmue game. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. That's, um, Actually, there was some, there, funnily enough, there was some comments. It was like, why isn't this yeah. Shenmue free? What? <laughs> when, 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 this when the announcement not... the true crime announcement. There was seriously people saying, why isn't this Shenmue free? Well, apart from the fact that neither of the companies involved are Sega. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's right. That's got nothing to do with anything because if it was if it was Shenmue, I would have been all over it like a rash. I'm, yeah. wait, I'm waiting for that game, Shenmue 3. I want to play that game before that's the only, before I die. I want that thing. I want. I, I just wish they, 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 you know, they could release it. And release they've got they got a new one on 3DS, don't they? And it's um being done by. It's uh, on, no, it's not on three. It's not on 3DS. Um, it is a mobile platform in Japan, which is uh, based it's based in the Shenmue universe. Yes. Yeah, I've heard about that one. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Shinmu oh. something or the other. Shinmu, you can't have this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, with so, um, true crimes, it's funny that we're saying about the, the Capcom and Sega thing. When I was on the when I was doing the Sega stuff, you would you would always get for some reason there's just, there's just this percentage of fans that always get Capcom and Sega muddled up. Really? How? How? It became certainly you know, the last of, like, month when I was there. It became quite a, a running joke with the Twitter guys. There's only one thing I can help the people who were who were messaging Sagan and asking for things like, "When are you gonna do a new Mega Man game?" Well, probably. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, so what, like, can you imagine a Sega X? People complaining about um, about balancing in Street Fighter. Oh my god! <laughs> like, oh, you know, no, no, no. You I, know what? Uh, sorry for you. And the best thing to do would be ask Capcom. Oh my god! <laughs> the game because it's it's possible because the two get crossed over because like let's look look at it this way: Street Fighter, and then there's also uh, Virtual Fighter. Fighter. So those two can get confused. And look look at their mascots: Mega Man, Sonic. Both are blue. Both fight both robots for a living. Both pretty both short. Pretty short. Yeah. And they both fight like a doctor that makes evil robots. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like Dr. Wiley and Dr. Robotnik, you know they've hung out and had a beer together at one point. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, so, uh, so uh, what is your little blue, uh, is that little blue hero trying to do to you lately? Oh, well, I'm, I'm fighting him with um, with uh, robots. I've got one robot who shoots wood, one robot shoots leaves. Uh, what about you? Oh, uh, well, uh, I don't really have robots. I've got like little cute furry animals. And I, I just and I, I just, stuck like, them inside like these other robots. They look like you know beetles and yeah. wasps and dude. <laughs> well, I think it was, was two thousand eight at E three, and it was two thousand eight E three. It was around about that time. The rumor went round that there was going to be uh, Sega versus Capcom. 
Wow. Oh, I would Mark play that. Bar. I would, I would so play that. On like, no, no, but there was no proof of this anywhere. But for some reason, all the all the social media stuff and all the forum balls, everything, everyone was convinced all of a sudden that it was. Oh, there was, was a buzz. There was so a rumor buzz. Like you got Virtual Fighter, Street Fighter characters. You got wow. Sonic, Mega Man, House of the Dead. You got. Oh my god! I'd, 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 love, to, I'd love to. I'd love to see the Virtual. Um, I'd love to see Virtual Fighter get in. On yeah, Virtual Fighter would be awesome. Because I mean, uh, but you think of Virtual Fighter, which is, I think, probably one of the purest, um, the and most funny. detailed of the fighters yeah. in there. I mean, it 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 it's kind of weird that it hasn't because it's it's the it's the one big name that hasn't crossed over. Virtual Fighter, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I think it's gone really quiet lately, I've noticed. Like, I don't know, I'm thinking there's got to be a new one in the works or something. Because oh, I, I, haven't really heard, I haven't heard anything new about Virtual Fighter in a while. No, the, 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 I can tell you what's been going on with Virtual Fighter, at, the, at least. Oh, please um, do. Because they've, they've been concentrating purely on Japan. Um, uh, oh, that's how it's worked. Because, um, of course, it's a very big market over there. So they had Virtual Fighter, then we had Virtual Fighter... For, for Virtual Five, Virtual Five R, and or Virtual Five Final Resolution or something. There's been like a, a couple of different versions that have come out. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay. Sadly, none of them are coming over. The way yeah, it's sad. I haven't heard anything about an English, like like an Australian release at least. But yeah, it's actually yeah, funny. We, I just we did ask, we did ask them a while back um, yeah. if there was any plans, and they basically went no. Oh, so <laughs> um, pretty much <laughs> shut you down. Sad. Said, shut up, no. <laughs> so, um, oh, funny you say that because, um, oh, it just, it just remind me of I interviewed a. Um, Speaking of uh, fighting games, you know, moving on from Virtual Fighter, uh, I'm pretty excited about this. We are finally going to be able to play Mortal Kombat because the R18 rating has finally been completely and wholly approved for Australia. <laughs> no, well done. Well, they have No longer will Australia be the butt said, of everyone's joke. They haven't actually um it's 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 inevitable, but I haven't actually said that you're not gonna get fined if you import Mortal Kombat, but it's inevitable now because of this. So yeah, uh, I'm so happy now. I'm gonna go there and go I'm just gonna buy it now, just get it out Me of too. Yeah. <laughs> it's still however for anyone listening, it's still technically illegal. But <laughs> wait, it will and I know like ninety percent of the population's already got it illegally, but <laughs> it's a little longer now that the New South Wales Attorney General has backed the R18. What I um, really want to know is are we going to see games like Left 4 Dead 2 issue a patch to make it R18? Because I know yeah. they add yeah. a lot. I think it's going to be completely up to the. Um, no, see, here's the thing. Because, it, because in the. Well, they would release a patch for the PC versions, absolutely. Well, yeah, that's, what I, that's the, what I meant. But for the Xbox version, or. or the thing is, the the censored version's been pre-programmed, and there's no way to remove that. Right. The way that they would have to do it is re-release it as an uncut, which I don't think is going to be too bit too bad of a deal because there was no one that bought it on the Xbox in Australia. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I was oh, thinking actually, specifically for PC anyway, because I mean, it, hardly any. Do you have any idea how hard it is to find an Australian game? Like, I had to, I imported my R18 copy from New Zealand. Wow. So, um, come to think about it, actually, um, I doubt they would do an update patch like that for a legal issue because now the MA15 is being removed. No, that's only in South Australia. Oh, only in South Australia? 
Okay, yep. well, I guess they couldn't really do it there then because then people under the age of 18 would begin 18-plus games. Right. If they get a patch. Unless well, they did you something could, like You could verify it. You know, like you, maybe the, there's a way to verify that you... Yeah. Uh, I think to, uh, to you, them logistically that just a re-release would be a lot more practical. Yeah. yeah. If they did it at all. Because then I'd have to hype it up again and stuff. But I can definitely see Mortal Kombat being released out here. Left for Dead... Two would be nice, but I, I don't think it's likely. Mm. Sorry, could, Phil, Phil's wrong. phased out. He doesn't even. He he, he doesn't care. <laughs> I, I left for dead. What's left for dead? No, it's that shit game. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Who cares? On the topic of the left for dead, just a round robin question uh, to to you guys. What do you think will be the first? Like, let, let's take a, a, uh, an assumption of that the R eighteen rating will come out of sometime this year, hopefully. What would be the first game you would want to see the R18 slapped on? Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Actually, I, I it's think the that's reason, very, it's the I reason think the that's whole very fitting. Up. Yeah, yeah. Mortal yeah. Kombat would be good, but like, what about one that's you know not already out? One that's coming out, you know, subsequently. Ooh. Well, because, um, because my... I'd like to see uh, Manhunt. I know it's on PS2. Maybe a re-release on the PS3 or Xbox or something. That's only if that's only if Rockstar want to release it again, but that's not going to happen. So yeah, you that's, about that. yeah. But, no, 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 I, I, I mean games that are coming out soon. Like, well, I would you think, like to see it on Gears of War? Or would you like to see yeah, it Yeah, on... Gears of War, even like even Square Enix, you know, Deuce Sex as well. You know, that's pretty hardcore too. Oh, yeah, definitely Deuce X. No, the... it's not going to come. That, that, it would be too quick. Like, that would be the fastest implementation of a law yeah, ever if they're going to do it in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Don't let me cry. That, <laughs> even I, well, that's too, it's too early as well, but that uh, Dead Island as well is, is going to... Dead pretty- Island got MA15. It's all right. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Um, but uh, um, I, I think there are some games that have not yet been classified. I think, honestly, from working at EB Games, and this has been a question that I've uh, I've received a lot of, is Modern Warfare 3 going to be R18 rated? Which no, won't be. I've, well, I don't know. I think it's a possibility. Uh, I think it's very much a possibility. The game's nearly out, man. Yeah, well, I know, but I just like uh, I'm just saying that. To, to uh, pl- no, 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 no. Before before we go on, every other country in the world gets R18. So yeah. if so, that just means they don't have to censor it. If so, if anything, yeah. to make it R18, it involves less work. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So, so the, it, the limbs can, limbs can be shot off, heads can be blown off, blah 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 blah. Blood, have to make a stupid updated version. Blood can be splattered and everything like that. So if Modern Warfare or the guys over there, truck, whatever, they're making it and and you can shoot a head off and there's bits and pieces falling off everywhere. That's it. Leave but it. do you think do you think um, they'd want to do that because they're aiming for realism and stuff? And let's face it, like I doubt a hand a pistol could shoot off a head. Well, you know, the, so- the thing is, it's whatever it is. All the other all the other versions or all the other. You know, modern warfare games haven't been that bad because every time you're playing modern warfare, you're, only, you're playing it against about like a ten-year-old. So <laughs> it seems yeah. like you know, if if their parents are letting them play it, it's not it's not that bad. And I've got a and, friend who's pretty pretty strict with his kid, and he lets him play it. So well, here's the other here, here's the other thing: when you go into a majority of like either modern warfare games, or if you're going to go into a, like a multiplayer game of Gears of War and whatnot, let's face it: a majority of the kids that you're going to come up against are not Australian kids; they're going to be American kids. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. So, I suppose I suppose the developers would want to aim to make their games um, less violent, so it could legally appear to appeal to a big market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it appeal actually it appeal more if it was R18, but it'd be more available. Yeah, 
Uh, I've always wondered, though, um, Kevin, perhaps you can weigh in on this. Is uh, Has England ever experienced any sort of like ratings troubles? Because as uh, as you probably know, you know from our conversations so far, this is the first time that an R18 rating has even been discussed for Australia. I know, and, and hope, and hopefully, it will go through. And all this, all this uh, continuing argument. I don't know why. I, I, I think from from our from the rest of the world's point of view, we, uh, with the exception of Germany, probably. Yeah, uh, Germany are pretty strict. Generally, man. You generally look at the situation going on. And it's like, why is it so hard to have an eighteen rated item? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Germ- like, Germany, I mean, Germany laws are pretty strict. We've had in this country um any particular rating storms let's say was i mean we had um it it works slightly differently in the uk because you've got a peggy obviously yeah peggy is the the rating system um uk also has um the uh, bbfc which it does all the uh, licensing for films and, and things like that, and sometimes UK has sort of it's almost like doubly, doubly rated. Yeah. Um, I mean, the there's been instances where things have been banned. Um, you had the you had the film video nasty period in the uh, early eighties where everyone got on their high horse about all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, you had, was it Manhunt too? Yeah, yeah. yeah Manhunt. I think everybody, that, that everybody hated Manhunt. That's, that's the only one in recent memory that I can think of that got banned. Yeah, banned but, um, good and proper. It takes a hell of a lot to get a game banned in the UK. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, With um, so over there because I wouldn't know because I live in Australia. <laughs> um, if you. Obviously. If you want to buy an 18 plus game, and you know, are they, are you, they do they normally ask for ID or something? Um, the thing um, with Peggy, the Peggy is not uh, unless it, unless this has changed and it might well have done. Uh, but Peggy itself is not legally binding. Really, it's it, it is. It's like a warning. Like, like, please don't, don't take my word 100% for this because this is the way it That's used right. to be. It may have changed since then, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain that Peggy itself is not a legal license. It is, it is a guide. Ah. And ah. Many, many, many retailers do take that, even though it's a guide, as we're not going to sell it if it is. The BBFC ratings, which are 12, 15, and 18... Those mm-hmm. are legal. So those are binding. legal binding. Okay. Yeah, those are so, so that if it has that particular uh, rating on it, then that is in fact uh, illegal to sell those to people under that particular age. Yeah, it's the it's the same in our country uh, at the moment. We're it's illegal for me as a as an employee of a game shop to sell an MA15 game to anyone that cannot produce uh, legitimate photo ID, but you know there's nothing. There's nothing that's stopping me from selling it to the parents, which is, which I find kind of bad because a lot of parents don't know a lot of the time what they're buying for their kid. Like they buy, like they, like I've had examples of ten-year-old kids come in and want to buy GTA, and the parents just says, "Yeah, it's fine." And then they, when I actually tell them what it's about, they say, "Oh no, why are you telling me about? Like, why didn't you tell me about this?" I'm like, "It's, yeah, it's an R18 rating game." Your ten-year-old. It's, the, it's, the, it's an old, old. It's the old, old story, sadly, isn't it? In the, I mean, because I've I've worked in 
retail as well for yeah. and selling games. And the, the thing is that it's the, it's the education aspect, um, and it's been a big it's, that has been a big problem. Well, all over the all over the world, America, Europe, and yeah, uh, yeah. and Australia region. See, and it's, it's the, educating the parents about you know what um, the game actually entails, which is what I mean. The I mean for the uh, ESRB, you've got all the listings of to what it actually can. T- I'm not can't remember what um, is it. Open. Yeah, we we have it as well. Uh, OLFC. Oh, 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 right. Which has got all the, the details on it. And we've got the same. Uh, Peggy have got these very weird, very weird symbols for all sorts of things. Uh, this game contains hate. And. Yeah. And drugs and, and uh, sexual situation and all these, all these sort of things. But they don't, they don't look at that. Uh, parents don't tend not to look at that. And again, yeah, you, you mentioned GTA. Well, that's. That's a, a great example of par- parents just being, being ignorant by the kid going off on that and then just sort of not even bothering to pay attention to what it is. Won't affect my little preciousness. And the funny no. thing is, that's how that's probably what was banned in the first place. They always saw it as a kid's thing and no one really understood because they were ignorant. But, but ulti- ultimately I think we can all agree though that you know, it's good. It's finally coming, you know. It, it's on it. Uh, right. The origin rating is on its way. We're looking forward to it. Right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, looks like that's going to be for our game news. We're going to take a very quick break. When we're back, we're going to have our question of the week. had to run out lest we forget lest we forget yeah he's uh, gone to drink more beer <laughs> <laughs> birthday drinks round two more of that soon <laughs> should we yeah, have yeah. should we have a minute silence for the beer yes, yes. <laughs> I feel sorry for the beer alright that's alright that's enough, enough. That's enough. <laughs> okay Let's so for our, <laughs> for our question Thanks. this week we have what was the first game that you've ever played followed by what was the first game you ever completed and Kevin, why don't you go first? Well, I would say, I mean, the first gaming platform I ever had was an Atari ST. Uh, uh, I loved the Atari ST because it, it was it was so fantastic. You had what that you you had to send off the entire thing, the entire massive keyboard computer ensemble to off to somewhere or the other, so you could get the special. Upgrade so it would be one megabyte of power. Woohoo! Wow! Wow! Yeah, but, but the, fir- the first game I ever played that I can at least lay a finger on would be one of the games that came in the Atari ST Challenge Pack. Wow! Which was which was, well, it was a challenge pack of four fantastic games, um, and those games were Space Harrier, Outrun. Carrier Command 
And the one that I played most of them, the one that played first on disc one, was Bomb Jack. Oh, yeah. Bomb I know Jack. Bomb Jack. Bomb Jack on the Atari ST would be Clapping the first Clapping my hands one. right now. That's I'd a play. top game, that one. <laughs> played that on the Commodore 64. Yeah, it was a fantastic little game. Yeah, that was um, cool. And incredibly addictive. Yes. But probably the first one I actually completed would again be Atari ST. It's a bit of a cheat because essentially, much like much like Bomb Jack, actually, it goes around in the loop, and there's a certain you go to a certain amount of levels, and it just restarts again, and it's for it, you know for infinity. Um, and I, if you've if you've heard of this game, I will be astonished. But it was on, on the Atari ST. It was a sort of scrolling shooter. Mm-hmm. Called Star Goose. Star Goose. I love that name. Yeah, I like That's the name of it. Um, it's like Star heard. Fox, only only with a goose. Goosey, goosey, goosey. Can't golden, let you do that, Star Goose. With golden eggs, <laughs> probably. Uh, it's, it's made by a company called Low I'm actually going to. I've actually found the back of the box, which I'm going to put in the Skype chat, so you guys can um, can see this. Uh, but yeah, it was this this rolling. This rolling, scrolling shooter, and you know, there's turrets and things all over the place. Um, you had this, you had the Star Goose, you had missiles. You had, you, you had um, shield, ammo, and fuel, which you had to constantly refill by going through these tunnels, um, which were full, by the way. You had to collect wow. giant blue eyes. <laughs> what the hell? Um, I'm not joking. You had to go through and collect these blue eyes, which would then. Um, fill up wow. your game. If you ran out of uh, if you ran out of your shield and got hit, you died. If you ran out of fuel, you died. Um, if you fired, you had, you had these missiles which you could fire in the tunnel, and and then you'd manage to get like everything and fill right up to the the edge. It was, <laughs> it was really, really crazy thing. But the actual, the actual I, I didn't even realize this until literally just now when I looked it up was the, the fact that the the character in the, the character um, who you play who's piloting the Star Goose. Is called Scouser Git, which, <laughs> which is which is which is incredibly funny considering the two guys are actually from Liverpool who who actually programmed it. But, Scouser but Git. It's also the, the world I did, which is very. It, it wouldn't have made any sense back then, but it's quite funny that apparently the world that you play on is quote the warped three D world of the nom. Of the nom. Wow. It does sound very English, doesn't it? That is it, crazy. It, I, I, I advise people to look it up on YouTube. It's got some, it's got some really nice, um, really catchy music. Perhaps I'll coerce someone from OCR to remix it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Alexis can put it in the podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, yeah. If I could find it, we'll see. <laughs> there's, there's, there's plenty of YouTube bits around. Um, you know, that means, so, oh, thanks, Matt, for the extra work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's good. That's good. Something totally different. I haven't even seen that. And I've been around for a 
a while. <laughs> well, Phil, Phil, what was the first one that you played? All right. Well, I, I think I might beat you in age there, Kev, because I'm I'm 36. So I let everybody know that yeah, I'm a pretty. Uh, I'm I'm 28. Oh, okay, so... so I've beaten you there already. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I beat now, you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Well, like <laughs> I think I was around when um, video games were still in, in very early uh, development stage, like Pong and and, the, and Magnavox was um was. Could you even finish Pong? Well, yeah. it's impossible. No. To, it's impossible to finish, and it, you, know, you could finish it. You just had to beat the computer at all. The other person get to ten. Or you could finish. You could just turn it off. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bam, <laughs> finished. Turn it off. If you know, you could rage quit and pretty start again. <laughs> uh, anyway, so basically, um, I I was around the era of the time where Nintendo was pretty strong with their um legendary Game and Watches. Oh, right, right. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, so that's um, a very early, if you want to call it, Game Boy, <laughs> uh, where you pretty much had one screen and you'd be playing games like uh, you guys would probably would know like Donkey Kong, Parachute, Octopus, yep. Fire. You know, yeah, I had all, Donkey Kong 2, Game Panic. Watch. Yeah, Donkey Kong Jr., which I've still got here and uh, I'm looking at them right now. God rest their souls. And they put their battery in them and they can start again, which is all good. But yeah, the first one I think I would have played would have been Octopus on the on the on the Game and Watch, um, and that one there, you, you could finish it pretty much as it is. You know, you just get to one hundred, get to get to nine nine nine, and you've already clocked it. But I'd say my first actual gaming console um, was uh, at the time Atari. You know, there was an Atari twenty six hundred, and there was also a competitor for it at the time, which was a CBS ColecoVision. ColecoVision. CBS ColecoVision. That was pretty much my first console, and. Um, yeah, made by CBS, uh, and at the time, CBS was like a, a music company that was making music. You know, Michael Jackson used to work for, you know, used to, rec- uh, you know, record their labels with, you know, CBS ColecoVision. I'm oh, sorry, not ColecoVision, but CBS Records. And I, it was weird because my dad used to work at CBS as well, and he'd come home with this console. I'm thinking, what the hell is this thing? But I was excited. It was only like five. And I, and I thought we whacked it all together and I was sitting in the, in front of the TV and I turned it on and I was playing this Pac-Man style game. I'm thinking, this is mad! But it wasn't it wasn't really Pac-Man. It was a game called Mousetrap. Ah. And Mousetrap. Ma- Mousetrap. And Mousetrap was a Pac-Man clone and you pretty much ran around a maze um, as a mouse. And there were cats running around, uh, running around sometimes chasing you or just running around stupidly just looking, you know. And basically if they catch you, that you would die. But instead of having a power-up like you would have in Pac-Man, you would have a bone, right? Now, the bone, as soon as you took the bone, you didn't have to use the bone straight away because the CBS ClickerVision had those buttons, you know, as you probably, I'm not sure if you guys know or are familiar with, it had like a, a button keypad on the controller. And you could push specific buttons because it also had an, a, 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 like a little colored inlet that you put inside the controller which actually gives you different things that you can press at, the, at different times on the screen for specific games but mousetrap had like little buttons that you could use to if you wanted to once you picked up the bone push a, like a push the middle button that had a picture of a dog and it would turn the mouse into a dog and the dog would just go stupid and attack all the cats <laughs> you could eat all the cats just like how, oh, that's awesome just like how yeah. Pac-Man turns the the ghosts into the goal you know little blue you know little go- blue ghosts so you can eat them it turned the cats into you know the cats would turn a little different color, and the and the dog would just go and eat them, and so you know, and you'd be able to you know hopefully complete the map uh, and move forward from there. So, and that was pretty much it. That was my first game, and I think I I, I did clock that. I got to whatever nine 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 over a million, and, and it started again, and I was really happy. 
and that was pretty much my. So you first. basically finished that. Yeah, but as you know, Pac-Man is a Pac-Man, and the thing is, the only way I could actually say that I finished it, it was by clocking the high score, and it started again. So, of course, you really can't finish a title, title like that, but if you want to call it a finish it. But I think that was the only thing I could say. At that, at that time, that once you finished and clocked over a score, you could say, yes, I finished the game. I never yeah. knew if mice could actually turn into dogs. So yeah, well, in, in the mousetrap, you killed me. It was really fantastic as well. It, was, it actually it had a lot of different features. Yeah, that's right. had a lot of different things as well. The maze was also pretty smart, and you could also, it had doors. And you can push different buttons on the on the controller to actually open lock doors, so that you can stop the cats from getting in, uh, or stopping them from getting out. Um, so it was a pretty very it's a very smart game. Uh, like I said, if anyone has a, has a hold of it, I'd urge you to have a go at it because it's actually a fun title. Cool, very cool. And that's it. All right, um, Matt. Yeah, I think uh, my first game that I can remember playing uh, is that. My friend's house used to live across the road from me. It was on the Nintendo Entertainment System, so I'm a bit later. Yes. Um, it was, uh, I think it's Phil's favorite game of all time, Uh-oh. Double Dragon. Ooh! Um, Double I Dragon. Yeah, baby. I remember that, like, as clear as day playing that. And uh, for, uh, I, th- I think you only had one controller, so we had to take, keep taking turns. Take turns. Uh, and, um, oh. But it was still really fun. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But like, and we both really, really sucked at it. I remember <laughs> that. And then I remember I felt really cool because then later on, I got. No, 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 I felt really cool because then because he thought it was all good because he had the Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, I got the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Ah, uh, epic win. So I was so I was the cool one then. And then he used to come over every day, and then eventually, I, know, I think I got Battletoads Double Dragon, and got de- jealous or something, and then we stopped being friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> Stop being friends. I, like I had two controllers we could have shared, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but um, I think the first game I finished, it was either, now I could be wrong, I think it was Super Mario Brothers 3 on, All St- yeah. on Super Mario All-Stars, the remake, the, the oh, graphical nice. update. But uh, uh, when yeah. I finished it, but when I finished it, um, I didn't technically finish it, kind of, because I was I was with my uncle at the time. He was like a very hardcore video gamer, and um, he introduced me to warp pipes, which I didn't. I was it was number but, three. It was I think it was one. It was number. It was the first one. Sorry, it was first Super Mario Brothers. But wait, there's more. Yeah, um, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about them because you know I'm like five or something. I'm like stupid, and um, and then yeah, but then but he he did most of the work. But the, the first game I completely finished by myself. So again, Mario, um, Yoshi's Island. And I remember I finished that a bazillion times and it was my favorite game ever. And now that that's coming out on the 3DS, I'm just yeah. like, far out, need that game. I still yeah, that think was Super Mario World 2, wasn't it? Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's, Yoshi's Island. Because they, they yeah. kind of had two Super Mario World 2. Well, three if you include the lost levels. But yeah, but um, yeah. I still think that's one of Nintendo's best games ever made. Hmm. Um, Yoshi's Island. Amazing! The final boss. That's, oh my god! Yeah, it is a fantastic game. That one. Yeah, and the gra- the, the the art design. I'm amazing. Like they're all colored in, like the background, the colored in with crayons or something. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's but, yeah, very cool. That's um, that's me. Right, very cool. cool. Very nice. cool. Nice. Uh, so Spike. All oh, right, it's my turn. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess my response is pretty similar in caliber to your uh, to yours, Matt. Um. The first game I played and the first game I finished are synonymous. They were the exact same one. Um, <laughs> this is it's a little Gundam. bit of a weird... No, it's not. It's, not, it's Gundam. It's got to be Gundam. It's not Gundam, goddammit. Goddammit. Right. <laughs> Gundammit, you! 
<laughs> no, it's um. Even though it was out at the time, but no, um, the first console I ever I ever possessed, and my parents, I swear to God, regret letting me have it to this day, uh, was the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So the same one that you had, Matt. The first game I ever had on it was Super Mario World. So the one with uh, it was technically the fourth Mario game. It was the one uh, where you, like you had the overworld map, and you can you can get a Yoshi, and you, there was yeah. a Star Road and everything, and the ghost houses. And I was in love with that game. And I was only three when I was playing it. And when I was four, I finished it. Nice. Uh, took you a year. <laughs> took me a year, but I was three years old. And back then, yeah. <laughs> SNES games were notorious for being outrageously hard. The fact that I finished it <laughs> at all. Like, I, I've gone back to it recently, and I'm just like, how did I finish this before? Yeah. So it was really hard, was it? Yeah, it was hard. It took me a long time, but I uh, I, I eventually got through it. It was uh, it was helped along by the fact that I found that there was a hidden level after one of the ghost houses where you could basically just equip yourself up with like whatever power up you want with whatever yes. color Yoshi you want and what and like if you keep going back to that level, you just keep getting extra lives. You know how uh, smart I felt when I felt figured that out. I thought, yeah. I was like, Mom, I'm gonna invent like a new spaceship or something when I grow up. I'm gonna be so smart. Yeah, so you remember the hidden level as well, right? It was after yeah, the ghost oh. house. Donut land. <laughs> it was one of the best things, uh, one of the brightest moments in my childhood. That I'm just ghost like, house. yeah, but I had to keep going back there for extra lives because I kept losing them in the forests, in the forest levels. <laughs> See, because of that level, I'm no longer going to be scared of like haunted houses and ghosts because I just think, Neither. oh sweet, I get extra lives. <laughs> no, no, it, it wasn't the it, it wasn't the ghost house itself. It was a um, it was no, 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 the, there, was, there was a power up in that one, wasn't it? No, no, no. There was a um in the second ghost house in the game. There was a. If if you had the cape, you could fly up to the left. Yeah, and it takes you across the ocean or something. It takes hey. you across, no, no, it takes you. No, it didn't take you across the uh, uh, island. It, uh, you can look it up on YouTube. Just like say hidden, le- like secret level or hidden level, and it'll basically take you to like a, a different, like uh, a different goalpost. And when you basically like when you pass it's, through it, you get you get rooted to your your route changes to like a level. That's on the overworld map that you can go to, but back to as many times as you like. But all it is is just like a flat section with like six with question trees marks. Trees and stuff, hey. Yeah, yeah. trees in the background. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah, and you jump and you hit it and you get mushrooms or pow- or fire flowers or caped. Yeah, and then one oh of has Goshi and extra lives in it. Guys, 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 did you guys want to get a room? <laughs> yeah, let's get a room. Right. Right. How about we get a room? Get a room with Yoshi or. You get a room with Yoshi and the Super Nintendo, and we'll lock it up, and we'll let you guys play all day long. But we're gonna to have to move on, okay? Because everyone's falling asleep. Here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, nah, we're not falling asleep. We're gonna move. Our, our apologies. Oh, um, so, speak for um, yourself. Alexis, falling asleep. What <laughs> Alexis, what are you on to? Uh, okay. Well, basically, the first game I ever played, actually, mine and Phil's are, are very similar. Uh, it was actually on a Texas Instruments TI ninety nine. Now this this is very old. This is the same. Wow. In the same vein of a ColecoVision, that that same era, uh, it was like the diet version of those. It was like the, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember exactly what the first game was. It was between Parsec or Munchman, and Munchman is Pac-Man. Is is yeah? It's, it's the cheap ripoff of Pac-Man. There was Munchman and Ti Invaders, which is the ripoff of uh, Space Invaders. Space Invaders. But I'm pretty sure it was Parsec was the first game I played, which is actually really rad. It was like this. It was sort of like a flight game. It's you side. It's a side scroller, and you're just sort of flying around, and you, you're sort of avoiding all these asteroids and stuff like that. But the, you had to dock the ship at the end of every level, and you had to like fly through this little tunnel at the end. It was always the most difficult thing in the world, and I loved the living hell out of the game because it spoke. They had this giant 
cartridge that was like the size of a DS that you plugged into it. It was like the it was like the speech processor uh, uh, wow. cartridge, and you know it would just say "incoming." That that was it. It would just say <laughs> "incoming." <laughs> but I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah, you, know, was, you knew it was incoming. Like yeah. if it wasn't for that, you it would spoke. know. It spoke. It spoke. But the, the first game that I finished was, uh, I remember this specifically, it, I'm pretty sure it was the summer of 1987, uh, wow. and it was That's... Super Mario Brothers. I, <laughs> I stayed, uh, the original Super Mario Brothers, I stayed locked in my room all day, and I finished it. And I remember specifically, uh, as soon as I was done, we had to go eat dinner, and we were going out to dinner, and my older sister, Aixa, who's 10 years my senior could not believe that I finished this game. Like, she couldn't... She was more excited about that I finished it than I was. Like, she was telling, like, can you believe he beat the game? Can you believe... He's, like, six years old. How did he beat the game? <laughs> <laughs> Thus begins my life with video games. Wow. Hey, did you have buff, Did you have bushy hair back then, too? I had bushy hair back then, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that must have... I reckon it must be the hair. Please do not lose hair. that hair. It's the it's, hair, yeah. It's, it's the hair, it's the hair. Unbelievable. Six year old finishes Mario. That could have been world record back yep. then. Yeah. What do you mean? Spiked it at three. Ah, oh, fair enough. Four, four. Ah, oh, oh, damn it, Alexis. You know what? Alexis, that, that means Spikes a better better perfect is a is a better person than you. I'm sorry. Uh, to, to, to be honest though, lies. like but I have I've played I've played through both. The one Mario World is a lot easier than the original Super yeah, Mario. Yeah, the original yeah. Super Mario Brothers is far more difficult than Mario yeah, World. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you believe they actually made the lost levels, which is meant to be like 10 times harder? No wonder well, they yeah. didn't release that either. I've seen that. I've seen that. That, that actually was released in, in Japan as Mario 2, and then they took Doki Doki Panic, which is a Japanese game, and, really, and reskinned it yeah. for the American audience. And then they resold that again in Japan as Super Mario Brothers 2 USA and made even more money. Yeah. yeah. But, right. Right, that, that, that Japanese number two, they released on All Stars to the SNES. I remember playing it. First, my first five seconds of playing it. Oh yeah, mushroom. What do you mean Death. there's poison mushrooms? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, worst thing ever. Like, yeah. I wanted to, I was so angry. I uh, never wanted to choke a mushroom before, but I could have then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> choke bro, okay, guys, choke so, a mushroom. Uh, that sounds like you. So I think that's going to be it for the Capsule Computers podcast, episode 20. You can find all of our writing on CapsuleComputers.com. Please check out Heroes of Ruin at HeroesOfRuin.com. Also, they're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Heroes of Ruin. And you can check out uh, some Square Enix Heroes of Ruin love at Twitter, which is at Morsels, which is M-O-R-E, capital S, capital E, capital L, capital S. Uh, and also, please check out... Uh, Check out Kevin on the Ruincast. You can check him out on the website. So coming soon to iTunes. We'll keep you updated as far as that goes. You can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash CapsuleCompeters. Like us, because we like you. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at CapsuleComputer, no S. We do lots of giveaways and specials, so please make sure you keep checking in. We also have a YouTube channel where we post all of our videos at youtube.com slash CapsuleComputers. And support your local Capsule Computers by rating us on iTunes. Every vote counts. Uh, you can send all of your letters, request hate mail to podcast at CapsuleComputers.com. So for Kel and Eva, Philip Federico, Matt Bella, Michael Marr, and the late Luke Halliday, I'm Alex Sayal. And always remember, kids, play hard or don't play at all. We're out. We're out.